You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Everybody, welcome to episode 297 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Moment of silence. Hold on. Yeah. yeah Ricky's not here. He got. Uh, he's got to do some reshoots for the. Uh, uh, what do you call that? The. You know what I did here though is I heard that he's he he was offered the part of meat from the reboot of Porky's. <laughs> oh no, kidding! The big the big handsome Italian guy. And if you if you don't know who Meat is, oh, I know who Meat is exactly. Then you need to watch the old one because he's doing the remake. You know what's weird? The reboot remake. I remember watching Porky's when I was a kid, thinking it's hilarious. Now I watch it and it's like that's kind of. I mean, there's funny parts, but it's like it's that's kind of bad. a social commentary about how shitty things were back in those days. Pretty kind of bad, thing, but uh, Meat was uh, one of the characters that I remember the most. The big boy. Yeah, well, and that lady. What was she? The female gym coach? Oh yeah, yeah, the one that grabbed uh, uh, Pee Wee's dick and started yanking. Oh, was it Pee Wee's? I thought it was. Oh no, no, Meat is the big guy. I think. Yeah, and Pee Wee. He put his ding dong through the. No, Pee Wee put his ding dong thing through. Oh, and they pulled it, and she pulled it. Yeah. So yeah, so maybe he's playing the part of Pee Wee. I don't know, but he was called to casting. That's what I heard. Okay, well, congratulations. I mean, he did so good in that Crocodile Dundee reboot. I heard he was doing reshoots. I mean, a couple of scenes they needed him in. I felt like they needed more male nudity, so they brought uh, Ricky back in. We need those ass cheeks. Exactly right. Uh, Okay, so this episode we're actually I'm excited for. Jesus, you look sorry. Right at your watch at that. I'm excited for this. No, I'm getting so that's some kind of a weird no, no, thing? no, no, no. It's been a really weird week at work. Like we're 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 launching this brand new system on Tuesday, and I've been working all day, and we're still worried about if everything's going to be ready. Blah blah blah. And so I'm keeping and an eye on the mid uh, two minutes to midnight is the yeah exactly is the yeah, online yeah, time. Yeah. So at like two minutes, it's like plink. It's Doink. a success. But no, so so you're right. I've I've kind of been uh, pre. What do you call that up? Like preoccupied the, pre preoccupied but i'm just like uh what is it when you do pavlov's dog when you condition pavlov's dog and so ding 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 he starts salivating i'm i'm conditioned You're, to every yeah. time my watch goes off i'm like oh sh- okay you think that's it's, what yeah so anyway episode 297 uh this episode is brought to you by the new york jets really because uh congratulations guys yeah, they uh they just uh in the second pick in the NFL draft, they uh, chose Zach Wilson from BYU, and I'm pretty happy. Oh about my that. heavens to Betsy! What's he gonna do? He's gonna be their quarterback. He just made 35 million bucks with a 24 million dollar signing bonus. Dude became a 24, 24 millionaire mi- just in, signing his name. Just yeah. So I'm just, just like signing. Here the old I am, Johnny the schlub, Hancock. still working for the man. Well, he's working for the man too, but I mean, it uh, his man pays better. His man pay. Damn. Sorry, good. sorry guys. I'm I'm just really excited that uh, we had a guy to go number so two. So BYU, and so he's going to play one year, or two years there. Well, I mean, he might. Who knows what happens? But who cares? Well, let's say he gets injured, he busts both his legs. Jesus. He's going home with millions Why? and millions of dollars. We wish the best for you. Buddy. Of course we do. Yeah. We want you to be there 
for the New York Jets for and the thing I is, I don't give ten a years. I don't give a shit about the New York Jets. Let's be real. Yeah, I never have, and I probably never will. Except, but you like him. Well, I'm gonna make. Well, I mean, I don't care about the franchise. I just hope he does well. That's all. Sorry for the football talk, but that's what's on the tip of my tongue and on my brains right now. And that's the end of football talk. Ding. All right. Okay. Great segment. <laughs> no, I I just wanted to make sure to get that out. And make sure everybody knows how happy I'm about it because I know that everybody who listens to this podcast is a huge BYU fan. Hey, and loves I, them. you know, I, I, you know, I toss and turn all night long, but <laughs> I'm always happy when it's like I learn. Really? Yeah. No, I could tell the excitement. He was from. Oh my goodness. Grew up in Draper, Utah. And I really go applaud him when it's like $24 million just to sign the bonus. name. Signing bonus. He's gone. He's Now, gone. if he's... you're good at what you do. Oh, yeah. He'll be. He'll, I, I, who knows? Who knows? I'm not ready to say how great he's going to be or whatever, but you can't really tell. Anyway, this episode, we're talking about a horror core band. A horror core. A horror uh, yeah, core? horror core. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, I just came up with that, so I don't. No, if that's what they really call it or anything I mean, like I'm, that. That's like perfectly right on the money. Yeah. I mean, as far as this album goes, I don't know what else they've done. No, Is it all either. horror? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I know they did uh, an album before. By the way, the band's called Ice Nine Kills. Um, they did an album before about horror novels. Every song is about okay, a horror so, novel. Okay, so yeah, horror core. Well, I mean, if you... Well, and I'll save it. I'll horror save metal it. core. And uh, we're also talking about a movie, which, by the way, I forgot to update my title on there. So it still says Candyman, but uh, we're doing 976 Evil from 1988. Yes. Okay. For those of you who don't know what 976 numbers are, Ricky didn't know what 976 number was. Would you explain that to the folks? Uh, it's a nine. What is a nine? Uh, yeah. Nine, seven, six. Is that was a Do you remember sex, watching, sex line? Well, you could, you could have, I always called them nine hundreds. Yeah. Well, they, there was a lot of one nine hundred, but nine, seven, six, I think were before that. Basically, you're watching USA Up All Night with Rhonda Shear. Okay. And you're seeing these, ooh, sexy ladies want to talk to you. Nine, and you're seven, like, nice. Well, it's like three bucks a minute. You can have phone sex with them. Yeah. Or, you know, you've got your. your, your I, da, I, your, dare, I might be talking out of school, but didn't even Rhonda Shear have one? Like, maybe. I mean, well, I, I don't see why she wouldn't. I vaguely remember, like, somebody like that. Do you know Like what, an Elvira line or something. Dude, where Robert like, England had a Call right. Freddy 976 or 900 there you go. Number like that. Just so you know, that's what it is. There was a time before the internet, before you you, you you had to go different places except for online to find your titillation and your horoscopes and your all this yeah. other stuff. So you'd, you'd, you'd dial up the number for whatever you're looking for, hot anal sex or whatever, but it would be all over the phone. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be like, oh, I'm banging you real good and hard right now. Aren't you happy about that? <laughs> the lady's ironing. Ironing her in her base. She's got a baby in the she back. Got three kids. Like, Shut those kids up. I'm talking to this guy. I'm jacking him <laughs> off on the phone right now. Yeah, but we are talking about that. It's from 1988. Let's see. Um, I did want to talk about one thing real quick. Okay. In Search of Darkness Part 2 is now on Shudder again. And that, if you remember, In Search of Darkness Part 1, which is also still on Shudder, uh, it's basically a documentary about the 80s horror movies and stuff like that. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, I think you know, I watched that. You've got the talking heads. It's all the, kind of the same shit as what's going on before. There's some annoying announcers, There's some, but there's a lot of really great ones. I'm just saying, I feel like I can... And I'm not learning anything new from these, right? But I swear that I could watch these over and over and over. Oh, yeah. Forever, because, I mean, it's I mean maybe in the background, maybe whatever. But the thing is, is I feel like the 80s, I mean, maybe it's because my age... But it's like, I feel like, to me, that was the horror renaissance. The, you know, I mean, 
the greatest decade of all horror movies and all this I think this it, it was, though. Well, of, I mean, right? I, I it mean was obviously. The thing that, that birthed everything that there is today, right? With you the, got, yeah, you got 70s, you got 60s, but. Well, you got all the way to the 30s, right? You, you got the, the slashers and all that stuff that came in and they says, okay, we're going to really make it good. You had great ones, you had shitty ones, but we loved them all, most yeah. of them. And it's just like, I'm just saying, I I don't, they're both over four, four hours long, right? But I'm just saying, finally, I guess the big thing is with me bringing this up, is there's finally something that Shudder can give me besides Joe Bob. And Joe oh, Bob's yeah, actually yeah. on tonight. <coughs> yeah, I love me some Joe Bob. Yeah, same. But the, and they better come up with them documentaries and stuff because well, they I mean, the movies are him, fine. The movies I told are you fine. That last no, time. you did. You did. If they ever gone. get rid of Joe Bob, I'm out. The th- well, I mean, same here, to be honest with you. But the thing is, is I can't even watch a movies on there because Joe Bob's probably going to do it on one of his shows. And I don't want to watch a movie and then. Two days later, have to you know have to charge through the same movie, yeah. even though it's with Joe Bob. Anyway, I'm just saying that's the only reason Shutter exists for me is Joe Bob. But I'm glad that we have these documentaries for the '80s. Yeah, and I love old you know any kind of old school breakdown of a Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't care if it's ten hours long and it's got a bunch of people talking about it. Exactly right, it's and like, it, it's like it's just fun. It's super fun, and I mean to us, it's like that's totally when we were kids. I was telling Shane earlier, I had my son in the son's. And one of their friends over last night, a sleepover, too, uh, we watched, uh, well, we started with John Wick 2, and then we watched The Conjuring, and then Evil Dead 2. And I remember being their age. Yeah. I mean, not my dad wouldn't show these movies to me, but I just remember being there, like, at a sleepover. And I, in, in. But a cool dad would, and you're that cool well, dad. Well, I guess I'm a cool dad. I'm not trying to be a cool dad. I'm just, I actually enjoyed it, but I'm just watching them go. We got snacks. We got everything. They're having the best time of their life. I'm having to tell them to be quiet because the neighbors, stuff like that. But it's like, that shit is what my childhood was. You yeah. Know? And it's like it, hanging out around the TV and watching and eating the snacks and just watching. Yeah, and after, and after all the movies watched, they're all their Their unanimous favorite was evil dead too. And I'm like, why? And that's I mean, cause, a, that's cause conjuring is like what? 2013 or I mean, it's too, it's, you know, it's not that old, but they're like, and they got it, man. It's like, and they it was hilarious. Like, dead by Don. Dad. It's like, dead by Don. I'll swallow your soul. Yeah. And all this stuff. And they were, t- and, of course, uh, Ember's not too happy about it, but she was glad to have the night off and, and all that stuff. And you know what? That's what it comes down to. How unhappy are you? Because I'll do this every week. <laughs> no, I will. You know what? I am not that uh, pissed off about <laughs> no, exactly. it. If I can get a day off every week. Okay, next up she, is Exorcist. And uh, she was. But here's the thing. I've got to be. I've got to be kind of uh, thoughtful about it because I can't bring a like, total titty a no. movie in too. It's like Sallow, the, that's not a no. No, no, no. Sallow's a no. I, well, that's not even fun no. to watch. It's like, I mean, I don't want to bring the kids over and make them like depressed for the next eight months. They you might know? laugh. They're, say, they're eating poo, Dad. That's <laughs> I, great. I don't know. but Isn't there's that a, great, Dad? There's a lot poo. of dicks and vaginas in that, and it's just like, uh, uh, too, uh, it's like, I don't know. A lot of poo eating, though. There's a lot of poo. There's a, there's, ew. Yeah. Remember when that dude's like in there's the wedding dress and he's eating, eating and he's like flicking it through his teeth? Oh, anyways, gross. Uh, oh, anyway. Oh, the Saw movies. You know what they? Well, do they have nudity? No, that's, I think that's too violent for him. Still, I don't know. We'll see. We 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 shall see. How about that? Take, let's put a pin in that. We'll put a pin see in what that. Happens. Next time we're all, we're all, I already know we're doing John Wick three and Army of Darkness. Uh, but that middle well, that's a nice pairing. Yeah, but then but well, since it, I've seen Wick two, yeah, and no, then, I've seen John Wick one. That was a while back. John Wick two. We'll do John Wick three. Army we'll of do Darkness, Army of Darkness, spin. and then we'll have the. Then I got to figure out the wild. You got to do a wild card. Do the wild card. We'll figure the out Exorcist. what that is. 
There's no nudity in that, baby. <laughs> there's not, but there's let JC F you. Uh, I don't want to have to explain that to my kids, friends, parents. You know? It's well, like, maybe this is one where it's like, sorry, you need to plug your ears. You know, when I was a kid doing karate. Yeah. Uh, we 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 had a karate movie night over at the sensei's house, and he oh, was nice. very creepily. We all had to line up at the bottom of the couch and sit, and we're watching. It's a Bruce Lee movie. Okay, and uh, he was sitting on the couch in his gi okay. while we were all in our gis, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we were all lined up at the bottom, so our backs are against the couch. But he was up there with his girlfriend on the couch. That is weird. And he's weird. like, when I say, "Hoot." You close your eyes on the parts. And Actually, that is not scenes. a bad idea. There was the sex scenes, but I could hear a bunch of shit going on behind <laughs> me where I was like, this guy's a dirty motherfucker <laughs> trying to pull some shit. Dude. Like, they're a bunch of pedos. Because That's all of weird, a sudden, bro. and I didn't, I looked through the, I saw the sex yeah, scene. Of course. I saw the tits and all that. Hey, but he had to do his due diligence. He but he went, hey! And then I could hear him tongue kissing or doing whatever he was yeah. doing back there. I heard, you know, that. Is that how you tongue kiss? Is that the sound it makes? I mean, that's what <laughs> that's what I heard, and I was just like, "Man, this guy's back there tongue kissing." <laughs> He's tongue kissing that girlfriend back there. That, Dude, that's but uh, I was still going. God damn, that's a nice set of tits, though. You know what? <laughs> but well, it's so you're weirded out. You're weirded out from behind. But I'm you're excited from the front. There was one part during the Evil Dead Two that I kind of forgot about, and it's. I mean, you can call it nudity, you can call it whatever, but when it, when the girlfriend comes back up and she's Naked got that Barbie, that Barbie like body, and I'm just like, she's like, Dad, there's boobs. I go, Are there boobs, kids, son? Is there boobs right there? Are those are those boobs? Are those net? They're dead boobs. And, and I'm just like, clearly, you can see the head. I'm just like, in places. Just make sure around. not to steal your your sister's dolls after this, and I think we'll be fine, or whatever you know. Because it's like, he's like, How did you know, ass, Dad? <laughs> That's what I like to do with them when I get home. Oh, the nostalgia's real. It was, that was, I mean, it was just fun. By the I, way, how do you get a Barbie doll head out of your asshole? Yeah, That's because so they much. pop off real easy. Be very, like, you know, <laughs> let's call up Dr. Oz on that one. I'm not calling any doctor. We're, I'm making him go to the bathroom and not come out until that's gone. That, just that's, get it out. That's the best way. To I don't know how it. you anyway, get it out. Just, anyway, just do anyways. It. So um, this episode, uh, of course, just like every other episode. Oh, I did I mention them? Yeah, the movie we're talking about is yeah, yeah okay, nine seven six that. evil. But uh, so just like every other episode, we come up with a question. Yes, we ask people to call in and leave voicemails with their answers, and we've done that last episode, and we have some voicemails for this episode. Yes, the question was, what are your top three formative bands of your li- in your life? Ones that helped you through life, helped you forge your musical taste. People called it in at three eight five. Three five one nine two seven three, and we're about to listen to their answers. However, we do have a special thing, real quick. Uh, we don't usually do this, but uh, I do have a buddy named Rob Best who, oh. who put out a brand new book, and we're gonna play the uh, promo he sent to me. Oh Who's my heavens! Silly, he's at it. He's silly, still at it. Silly God guy was like, "Hey, how much do you want to play it on your podcast?" And I'm like, <laughs> I "Said five thousand dollars." People would pay us for that. No, in small notes. We're just gonna play it because we love Rob Best, even though he's a dick. And God uh, love him. But he's a great. He's a great him. author. He is. Even though he's a big jerk, and I love him so much. Anyway, we'll go ahead and play that. We'll play the jingle for the voicemails, and we'll be right back. Excellent. Watch what you do. Watch what you say. And fear the moon on New Year's Day. The end of the year draws closer, and the small town of Lakewood suffers a series of vicious animal attacks. 
High school senior Emily Burns suspects it may be something worse. Something or someone close to her. Robert R. Best, author of the Memorial Trilogy, returns with his first new novel in seven years. New Year's Day tells a chilling tale of lonesome nights, menacing shadows, and werewolves. Look for it on Amazon or anywhere you buy books. Watch what you do, watch what you say, and fear the moon on New Year's Day. Question of the episode. The question of the episode. Call into the bone phone. Leave your answer at the tone. Question of the episode. All right, you guys. We have our voicemails coming up did you see how i was like trying to talk and open up uh yeah i saw that it was very at the same time very <laughs> disturbing and weird <laughs> but all right so uh first up we got darian let's go oh the d-man padded room podcast Gentlemen, this is darian calling from he runs the like 40 podcast. miles a day it's crazy ricky how are you oh he didn't say I the other guy well. the other guy's not even here uh your question of the episode which three bands uh influenced you Okay, number three is going to be Alice Cooper. Okay. Uh, he kind of drew the line between horror and rock music Agreed. for me. Number two is going to be the Insane Clown Posse. Don't Jesus. judge me. I went through a very strange time in my life. He's from And number Nevada. one, I, I think it's honey. obvious, and I'm sure I'm not the first person to answer with this. You are, because it's you're the first call. It's going to be the uh, Dick Dog G.I. Joes. You know what I'm talking about. Nope. The catalog is just so prolific that uh, the Dick Dogs. You know, oh, yeah, there's, got there's it. I think he's given us my a personal funny... favorite was uh, Foreskin on Rye with a side of eggs. That's my <laughs> my number one hit from the Dick Dog GI Joes. I mean, anyway, that's it for bad. me, boys. Uh, great show as always. It's not my Keep pick, up the good but... work. I will call next week and talk some more shit Aww. to you. Oh. Good day, gentlemen. I love it. Bye, Darian. Oh, it's good. You know, it's good to have Mac. This is like the old days of horror podcasting. Isn't it? It's changed a lot. I feel like it, since it's when changed I, when a lot. Started. Everyone's big stars now, and, and such, it's, it's like I mean, yeah, there's a way more like professional horror podcasts that do it, but I mean, it's like no, we're the stars. Well, no, padded I'm, room I'm, and corpse cast. We <laughs> reign. We reign. Oh no, 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 no! I'm not disagreeing with and you chicken at all. Supreme. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, chicken hunting supreme. Yeah, <laughs> is that is that what you're saying? I'm just. I mean, it just seemed like I don't know the old days. The, the like. When I had more time to to like invest into it, when my kids weren't teenagers, with yeah. all this stuff and being able to just spend so much time and the cutting edge though, you guys, you were on the cutting edge. Of well, the with podcast. the Cadaver Lab, yeah, in two thousand eight, there was a couple before us, but it's like back then it was like it was it was like a new frontier, frontier, yeah, yeah, and it was crazy. Uh, that's the only reason why anybody listened to us because they had like three options at the time, but. We're, I'm okay with that. Well, check it's out okay. the padded room because I love those guys. Definitely, definitely. I haven't listened uh, in a little bit because I work from home. And when are you supposed to listen? Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, okay. So this. So guy. the GI Joe Dick Hunters. Is or that a, is that, that real? What is that? Um. I, well, yeah. Of course, because I own two or three of their albums. I'm but, sure. You, uh, I'm sure you do. But I, you know, <laughs> I don't know if that was the right album. You know, the choices that you picked. I don't know if I would have picked those. Uh, the, the ICP, you know, what's funny is I like to shit on ICP cause you see ICP, whatever, but guess how many songs from ICP I've heard two 
And are they better? Where, where, and is it is one of the songs where he's like, "How does that work?" Was it Gravity? Yeah, How no, does that magnets. Work? Magnets. magnets. Yeah, magnets. That is one. But uh, but everybody tells me that's not even one of their good songs. And it's, but listen, let's be real. Everybody can shit on them, yeah. and I do too. However, you're also talking to a dude who like bought every Limp Biscuit album when it came out. A dude who was like up to date on Corn's latest releases and all this other shit. Right, so it's right, like, but you know. I mean, I don't know. I would, I would, I would dare say that ICP is in their own circle, uh, not in the corn. No, or but, but well, I'm not. Circle. I'm not making like a like a connection between the genres. What I'm doing is like saying there's some skeletons in my closet. Sure. When it comes to All that. I heard was who going chicken hunting? We going chicken hunting? <laughs> Someone had a single of that, and I said, "What the fuck is that?" I just. And I, I said, know. "It's these dudes that dress like clowns," and I just went. Okay. I feel like I'm, I'm not going to talk another word of shit. I'm By the out. way, are they still even around anymore? Oh, yeah. But I'm not going to talk another word of shit until I listen to them, which will probably be never. Whoop, so I whoop. will. So I will. Well, you know, you see, whoop, whoop. you see videos and like how they're portrayed in the media and stuff like that. And you're just like, wow, okay. That's it. That's I all. mean, they're dudes that are wearing clown makeup. No, but I mean, they're fans and shit. So it's like. <sighs> yeah, that's. Whoop, whoop is the, is the, is the uh, salute. I feel like they're huge in the South. Is that mean to say? Uh, like, I don't think so. Like rednecky type of, because that's what I'm like always redneck seeing. Towns? Like a like a like a lot of like, I'm not even. I just came that. up with I, a I'm great just, mo- horror movie idea. ICP. Okay, go. What no, I'm just saying. Oh, you're not sure. No, it's percolating. You're not. You're not sure. Robert, our best. It's time to collaborate. I hope you still it's have time my to email stop address. and collaborate. All right, I'm not sure who this is, so we're just gonna go in this together. Hey, oh, guys, it's Don, Don and Ellie. Ellie here. Um, kind of glad that you guys actually took my advice and are doing this. Uh, for of course. my uh, metal upbringing, um, I'm actually going to go five just because I think it's going to be a little there are acceptable. Rules. Obvious what my main three are. Uh, it should be no surprise. Uh, Maiden, Priest, Metallica. I'm pretty sure you're going to get. I mean, yeah. A fair yeah. amount of answers with at least one Everybody's like, everyone's going to say those, and they're the first two calls. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and add two more that were really influential for me. Um, the first one is Death. Um, oh, Chuck Schuldiner. Great Chuck Schuldiner. Uh, Did you say Schuldiner? Schuldiner? His, name, his, his, his name's Chuck Schuldiner. I, I, I can't say oh. enough about him. One of my favorite musicians of all time. Uh Really was one was of the main screen, uh, bloody... driving forces to get me into extreme metal. Uh, I, I just I can't say enough about his. Le- I messed up. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, hey guys. sorry, uh, that was me. It should be no surprise. Uh, made go ahead and add two more oh, so that sorry, were really guys. influential. Jesus. I jumped the shark. I, I just I can't say enough about him. One of my favorite musicians of all time. Uh, really was one of the main uh, driving forces to getting me into extreme metal. Uh, I, I just I can't say enough about his legacy and his catalog. Uh, the other one is actually kind of weird. It's Testament. Oh, so yeah. Um, I kind of discovered them just by, you know, virtue of being a thrash fan. Uh, Hell yeah, they're the kings. They were one of the big bands that I was really into growing up, and I, I, I'm still a huge fan of you know, just great, great, fantastic catalog. Absolutely love the majority of their work. I'll defend a lot of it. Oh, yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, I guess that'll uh, be it for today. Uh, like I said, you know, those are the main three. Um, you know, <clears throat> add in death and testament. Uh, that'll make five. So cool. Yeah, uh, you know, looking forward to seeing where this is going. Uh, take care of yourselves and talk to you guys next time. Cool. The argument of the ages. Who created death metal? Was it possessed or was it death? Um, Even though death actually created the first, the the term death metal. So I feel like it's a cut but and dry. Possessed. But they were, they played It's another East Coast, metal. West Coast sitch. Uh, possessed man. is in the Bay Area. You always got to go for the West Coast where we're at, though. You always got to go. I you love gotta to go. go. I always go Cryptown, but you gotta Chuck go Shuldiner. Because And I, mean, I used to call him Chuck Shuldner. Until I heard Gene Hoglin on a podcast, the drummer for, well, the drummer for a short period of time. He was also uh, of uh, Strapping Angel, Young Lad for a Strapping while. Strapping Young yeah. Lad. Uh, uh, what's the uh, the uh, Metal Apocalyptico? Uh, Metalocalypse? Yeah, he no was kidding. the drummer for that. that. Okay. Uh, but he called him Chuck Shuldiner. And I went. And you believe Gene? Well, he knew him. Well, He jammed in the band with him, so it's like. Well, I mean, I'm, listen, I'm, not, I'm not arguing with you necessarily, I'm going with but Gene I'm just like, on this one. I'm just kind of like, OK, cool. Because he cool. likes the hog things. But that is the, the question <laughs> of the ages. <laughs> Who is it? Possessed <laughs> or death that created death metal? Call it in. Three, eight, five, three, five, one, nine, two, seven, three. Call that in. That's mm-hmm. the question. Of the episode. Mm-hmm. Since I got to come up with a question of the episode real quick before. Yeah. So we'll figure it out before we get done here. But uh, all right. So uh, oh, I don't know who this is either. So but here we go. Hey guys, this is Alan. Alan, all right. All right, so three bands that were really influential to me. Well, the first one would have to be Iron Maiden. Yes. I think Iron Maiden was the first band that I ever really fell into really hard. They used to scare me with their I, Eddie. I had to go out and just find all their, their albums and everything. I love Iron Maiden. The second one would have been Christian Death. I had oh, a friend who lent me a tape of his favorite Christian Death songs, and I, I loved them. So that was another band that I just really just fell into and then the third one is going to be a group of bands uh and it'd be misfits danzig and samhain okay uh, all right he's got it but, uh, love them still do they're just great albums you know great music so that was another one i mean for a while there if i wasn't wearing one of those three band shirts you know something something was up gotcha. <laughs> something was weird gotcha uh all three of those bands really got me through high school and after that and i think even now like i've got a couple bands i fell into but like ghost and gojira oh, but gojira i don't think came anything out like you know like it was back in back in high school and that those days all right guys well thanks for everything <laughs> bye yeah when you hear those bands that hit you right yeah. in the nougats and you're like holy you know what's funny shit. so here's here's what my my problem with gojira First of all, nothing with their music because I, I find them fantastic. And right. I love basically everything about it. But I feel like a lot of fans these days put them in with like, uh, I mean, they'll say like, what are the three best bands? They'll say Gojira and then two other really shitty bands. Like, I don't know. Like who? Uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. First of all, shut the I F mean, up. Okay. Wow. See, it's all about. Wow. It's all no, no, about. No, no, but they'll be, they'll be like, oh, perception. I love, I love, I love Gojira, Daughtry, and uh, 
uh, five finger death punch or something. Well, yeah, and I'm like, and I'm well, just like, how just, is that possible? You just how is it possible me. you like all those three bands? Yeah, you just. I don't sold even me. know who Daughtry is, or it, maybe it wasn't Daughtry. It was Daughtry. Was it Daughtry solo uh, band? No, it was no, no, the not who? Roger Daughtry. No, oh. no, it was uh, oh, it was oh, Sun Shine Down, Shine Down. And they're like, and they're just like, how do you and put Gojira in the same? Like category is those bands. How do you put it in the same breath that you're saying? That's what I mean. That's all I just did it. I mean, it's possible because you can do it, even though I was poo pooing on it. But Five it's crazy. Death Punch, Gojira, and so yeah, I let my breath out. Cra- <laughs> There's no way. You oh man, I feel like I'm superhuman since I was able to do that already. I feel like there's I mean, something with I, me that's special. I mean, I guess it's all, you know, Zach. You know Zach from from Horace. Yes. Uh, once I told him, we were sitting there, and, and I says, man, you know, Pink Floyd. Let's talk about Pink Floyd. Oh, I do. Yes, you I know? love this. And, and and I says, you've never heard Pink Floyd unless you've heard him on shrooms. <laughs> and he doesn't do any drugs. Sure, good for him. And, yeah, good for him. I don't and either. he says, why do I need to do drugs? You don't know what Pink Floyd sounds like in my ears. <laughs> and to that, I say, touche. I, I don't understand. That's true, of course. So... The guy that says Gojira, five finger death punch, and that's true. Maybe maybe they're hearing a we whole don't different know thing. It's like what they hear in their like ears. Like we we have a green screen right here, right? Yeah. But is green to me the same color as your green? Right. Our brains have just been led to believe that know that that's green. Right. But maybe you're seeing my blue or my something different, bro. Get that's some what I'm shrooms. saying. Let's I know I'm not right going to do shrooms. I'm never going to do shrooms. Uh, anyway, cool, cool, cool. It's a good point. You know, uh, it's like, hey, that's that's your three bands. Oh, we have just Julie up next. Oh, Yay. boy. Here we go. 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 Mike, Shane, little Ricky. <laughs> it's just Julia calling, and it's been a while, to say hello. And I it has. So madly. Hi, sweetheart. Uh, we think you're so The episode, great. I believe, had to do with the three formative, uh, maybe metal bands. Or whatever that, bands. Uh, had an impact. Well, yeah. Yeah, you're asking me, and uh, that doesn't exist. And because this is the Corpse Cast, there is only one rule, and that rule is there are no rules. Yeah, we don't. So mm-hmm. no, we I don't. take your three formative metal bands, and I raise you a Barry Manilow. Yeah, I said it. I said it. The B-Man. Okay, so, so I paused it real quick. Okay. Top three Barry Manilow songs. Mandy. Oh, no, Mandy's number one. Oh, you came and you gave with Copacabana is another fun one. Yeah. Okay. And then I can't smile without you. Can't smile here's here's the thing. Now now I don't know, uh, Julia, how you're feeling right now, but I still listen to Barry Manilow on mixes. Jesus. So like, there's nothing wrong with that. Some kind of a freak. No, and and I can't wait to explain my three back. You know, my when, when oh, I answer the question okay. the episode. But here's the thing. It's like I love that stuff still to this day, and may, I get it that I'm not the youngest buck in the. Where do bucks hang out? In the stable? In the buck? Yeah, in the stable. I mean, I'm not the youngest buck in the stable. That's they true. hang out in the stable. But it's like growing up. You my, don't have the biggest set of horns. It's like also, a, I still listen to Dan Fogelberg. You're not an eight point. Like James Taylor, so Barry you listen Manilow. listen to fucking Michael. Michael. Mc, not Montgomery. Michael. John Michael. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. He was in Doobie Brothers. Oh, yeah. My, Michael yeah. McDonald. I don't give a shit, yeah, dude. I'll dude, turn on Michael McDonald. I'm not going to lie to you. Point. The first time I saw Michael McDonald solo, I didn't know that he was a guy from the Doobie Brothers, and that was the song I heard. Yeah. I'm like, that's a dude who sings this song? That's crazy. It doesn't look like a dude that would sing that song. Anyway. Well, some would say he pussified 
the Doobie Brothers. But you know, no, I would no, say, no, and I'm not going to lie to you. He fucking he, took them to number one. Well, maybe he on did, the top of the but charts. the Doobie Brothers, in my opinion, were better without him. Sure, I love all was those it, songs. We get it to the streets. That's how we say. Yeah. Dang it, dang it. <laughs> hey, what's playing at your goddamn July Fourth? Celebrations. Uh, that fucking song. No, it's Come Neil. It's Neil Fires. Diamond's America. To the street. It's well, like, yeah, but yeah, that song's point. in the mix. Yeah, that's a good point. That's because you can't, you can't just listen to America over and over and over. No, and I love Neil Diamond. Okay, get yeah, off. Neil of Diamond. All of that shit's playing. He was formative for me. Hey, don't judge. We're not judging. All right, and you were looking for more questions of the episodes. Oh, Rick, you are you? I called this one in literally over a year ago. I uh, never got around to using it. Oh. But rather than be offended, I'm calling it back in in the hopes that you might Thank use it sometime. Thank you. It's a, and it is. You're in luck. Has there ever been a horror movie that you were watching that you just had to stop? Not because it was awful, but because it was so unnerving. By the way, she's in luck since Ricky's not here. That that's going to be the question of the episode next episode. <laughs> Make it Yay. so. Make it so, number Alrighty. one. And I came up with another one. Oh, it's our, that may or may not work for you. It is. Okay, Can you come up with a horror trailer that enhanced your enjoyment of the ultimate film? Did it whet your appetite in a way that really paid off? And how about the opposite? Was there a trailer that really sold you a oh, bill of goods? That is very good. And the movie. Oh, now I got a controversy off. in my brains. All right, she called right back. I think. Yep, same number. Here we go. Jesus. Oh my God! I think I GP'd myself, and I was trying to be so I careful. Think I GP'd myself. Hurry and wrap it up here then. Uh, oh, so the question of the episode horror question. So first, uh, was there you a trailer yourself. that sold your bill of goods yeah. about a movie that really did not represent what the movie was and just annoyed the crowd? That was every me. '80s trailer. And now, as ever. most type uh, priestess of uh, poetry, oh, like oh. this and otherwise, we're the podcast. It's time to lay one on you. Let's do it. Not getting political. But aware of the fact we have just endured a year that I've never seen in my lifetime, and we all know I'm the oldest one on the show. Nope. Maybe. I don't know. We have apologies to Lewis Carroll. Here we go. The time has come, the walrus said, to speak of many things. Of shoes and ships and sealing wax, surviving quarantines. To those of us surviving still this COVID unabated, let's try to help each other out and please get vaccinated. Oh, Hoping there you have it. Survive long enough that one of these days I may actually be able to lay eyes on you guys. Aww. Love you, miss you so much. Please stay well. Aww. Bye. You're so sweet. We love you so much. No, that would be a delight. And here's the thing. And here's the thing too. It's like, uh, okay, let me. That was the last call. So let me just let me make sure that we that all recorded. That's see, because I only have one screen, so I got. I mean, I it. like that that you're concerned about it. Yeah, of course. Now you can go ahead and say what you got to say. Um, no, I'm just happy that you start seeing some like semblance of how it used to be like there's an Venom yeah. show tonight at the loading dock that i would go to except for it's, it's at the loading dock which is all ages so it starts at seven and i'm gonna miss it oh yeah but what i'm saying is it's great um i have not got vaccinated yet but i feel like that's only because i'm lazy yeah you started it. I, well, I, well i'm getting vaccinated uh, well but i, I was but I, but here's the problem is i was told by the people that i live with uh-huh don't you worry about that at all because we're doing it. We'll get you lined up for that. Now, the first time that they, they line up my my shot, right, mm-hmm. is 15 minutes before the last podcast. Oh, no kidding. Hey, can you go over there and get it right now? Uh, no, I can't. I'm right, leaving. Right, right, right. Okay, well, we'll set you back up. They just had a couple of extra shots. So sure. I may have to take it in my own hands. 
well, and get it done. Let's go together and get it. We'll figure that out. We'll go get it. because On the tow goat? Let's ride tote goats to go get no, it. No, you'll ride me down. I'll no, 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 dude. I've got five tote goats. I mean, obviously, the other ones are for the kids and Ember, but it's like, hey, we got tote goats. Let's go. Yeah. Get it, it. Get it and get good. So, um, okay. So, uh, what's your answer, Shane, for the question of the episode? I mean, it, there's been plenty that hit me right in the nuggets. Yeah. The first time that I said, oh, my God, that rocks was Judas Priest. Okay, cool. Iron Maiden. I've cried and pissed the bed twice <laughs> at Iron Maiden concerts. And he took me to my first Iron Maiden concert. Oh. Or, or, yeah, because you took me to my, what, second concert ever with Bruce Dickinson. Really? What was the, the other one? The, I saw uh, Iron Maiden, and they were on the downswing. Oh. And it's with suicidal tendencies uh-huh. and corrosion of conformity. Well, I would have loved that. And it was at the Salt Palace, and it was dead. It was no kidding. It was bad news. Really, you took me to the revitalized Bruce Dickinson yeah, is that back. Was fun, dude. Usana outside. That minute, when said, he's running oh around God. with the Union Jack and just so much energy, and, and I was crying stuff. like a yeah. goddamn baby. And then you took me to the the second one too with Ghost. Yeah, I had a hard time with that one. I I was a little uh, I I was a little sketchy at that. And one. then you've got to lay down. The freaking boys, Metallica. Yeah, you do. Metallica you really do. was was the summer of 87, 88, and it was Master of Puppets. Yeah, and it oh, was yeah. like, holy yeah. shit. And then I saw them open for Ozzy Osbourne and went, oh, my God. Yeah. This is fucking heavy metal. Yeah. This is heavy metal on a different heavy metal layer. Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that was No, that it. makes perfect sense. That was it. So you got Judas Priest, Iron, Iron Maiden, Maiden, and Metallica. Metallica. So I feel like I have kind of a weird upbringing with music. I mean, growing up in a strict LDS household, which I am so thankful for, and I love my parents, and they're amazing. But they were a little sketchy about some of the heavy metal stuff that I got right. into, right? So Especially in the 80s. Well, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, my first like like foray into music was Genesis, and it was Madonna, and it was Huey Lewis in the News, which I all still love, except for maybe Madonna. I haven't listened to Madonna in a long time. Right. But, uh, you know, all that kind of like expose and, you know, all those like little like little just pop bands that were so great. Um, but then, as I got a little older, I would say the, the, the and hair metal was a huge thing, right? Yeah. But so here's the thing. It's hard for me to say which bands were like, the the quintessential ones the for moment. me because it's like but i'll but i mean i've got three answers but it's like so i started from the pop and then i get into like hair metal and stuff like that but the first time i ever listened to operation mind crime by queensrike i was a queensrike fan from then on to this day right and it's like that and then empire came out those two albums were so huge for me and then and then also uh kind of the same thing uh metallica sixth grade I'm hearing uh, Justice for All. Yeah. And I'm just like, holy shit. And that's so why. Which Queensrike opened for Metallica it's on crazy. That tour. That's awesome. It's nuts. On the to end, me, Justice for All tour. And it's so, okay, so you, I've got Queensrike and I've got uh, Metallica. And then, um, so, I mean, but, but then Metallica got me into Megadeth. And then that's when oh, I was yeah. getting into the Slayer and then Anthrax and then all those kind of other bands. But Metallica was, at that point in time, the greatest heavy metal band in the world, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, like especially that kind of style, but uh, but Queen uh, Queen's right came, you know, was kind of first on that for me. Yeah, and it was so. I mean, you, you've I've just got to give him that that. Problem. But and then you talk about like getting into like the more heavy heavy stuff. You know, I mean, yeah, Slayer and Metallica are heavy, but it's like 
There's this whole other like death metal stuff like that. I have to give it to Cradle of Filth when, uh, oh shoot, what was that album that came out? Dusk and Her Embrace came out. I started listening to that like in high school. I was like, so yeah, Slayer's heavy. Metallica's right. heavy. All these are heavy. But holy, what the hell I is I mean, that this? is true. I mean, even, even back, I remember a buddy of mine was just like, when he was showing me videos of like yeah, it's crazy. a video cassette that he got with the CD or whatever yeah. of Cradle of Filth, I was like, I mean, God damn, well, that is, that is, you know, if Slayer's the, the Satan's beast, right? what the fuck are these well, and, the, and the thing is too, it's, it's like that was mixing horror and heavy metal. Yeah. And, it, and I'm not going to lie to you. At first, Danny Phil's voice was like, oh, f- you know, but I, I, I stuck it out. I'm like, I've got to, I've got to get into these guys. I got you know, and I was there like, when did their first album come out? Like 90 two or 93 or something like that i'm like yeah. holy shit and then you know i kind of i kind of followed him up and i mean that led me to uh different bands harder softer whatever but it's like i feel like without those guys i wouldn't have got into the opaths so you could almost see where when the hair metal bands that used to be the glam bands they go okay we're gonna just dump we're gonna take off the yeah, makeup yeah. we're gonna put on a flannel and we're gonna yeah, have exactly. long hair and rock yeah but by that time you were going there's these fucking cradle of filth dudes. These guys from England are evil, man. This is some real shit. I mean, they got ladies. Dust, no, no, no. The principle of evil made flesh was the album. Sorry, the principle of evil made flesh. They have videos where the breasts are showing, and he's trying to eat the ladies. Yeah. he's a vampire. So even though they're not one of my favorite bands, I feel like they had a lot to do with influencing me. I mean, they are. I still like them, but uh, they seem to be like I don't know. They for some reason they're just like with Metallica. They like went up, and then they're just like, eh, okay, whatever. But they did influence me a lot in moving forward with that kind of stuff. Well, and it's funny because Don and Ellie's talking about Testament, yeah. you know, when he said Testament. Because when when uh, Metallica hit with with the Black Album, mm-hmm. and they had nothing else mattered, we laughed. Yeah, he was yeah. Like, From the heart. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Right, right, right. But when it took off and it became the biggest album yeah. of all time for Metallica... Every thrash band had to have yep. a fucking ballad. Yeah. So then you got Testament doing "I Return to Serenity." Megadeth puts and they out have later. Their, they put out uh, "Risk" to try to fit in. With even though that was a lot, you know, a few years later. But it's just like, wow. Even though I like that album now, I mean, it was. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, but all of them had to go. Fuck. <laughs> You're setting bars, but yep. yeah. So it's it's the cradle of filth and stuff that yeah. that make you go. Wait a minute. Hold on the fuck's going on out there i agree i agree good stuff anyway so okay so question for next episode thank goodness that just julia called up and gave me this one because i was gonna do a lame one as as a backup and until something came in because ricky's not here to give us one and so let's do that one let's do have you ever been watching a horror movie and had to turn it off not because it was boring or not because it sucked but because maybe it was a little bit too much for you in whatever way call us in Tell us that that movie and tell you why it tells why you had to turn it off. 385-351-9273. Shane, what do we got next? Let's get into some legends. Really? Well, I don't know. <laughs> but it always sounds good when you say that though. Yeah, no, I was like, Legendary. Wow, okay. no. I was like, okay. Let's get into some Ice Nine Kills. <laughs> We're gonna do thank gosh it's Friday. TGIF. I don't like to say that. You one. know why? It's because it's your favorite uh, franchise. Well, and it's also my favorite song on the album. So how about that? 
Well, that's maybe that's, it's, maybe it's well, my favorite it. franchise. Who knows? Who knows what's it's, going on? It's like those uh, twisting thorns vines that grow up a tree. It's, it's right against each other, right? Exactly right. All right. Here it is. He drowned in all our sins. He drowned in our mistakes. Fueled by the flood, we pay in blood the curse of Crystal
in an old cemetery in Boston, Massachusetts. Massa- Massachusetts, how you doing with the mighty, mighty Boston's from <laughs> mighty Boston? <laughs> what they used to play? The Rat Skeller? No, the, the, yeah, the Rat Skeller? It's good to be back. <laughs> not them, though. No, not them. We're not doing them. Lives a metalcore band with pop punk sensibility. Oh, my gosh, yes. They love their horror and heavy metal so much. Instead of starting a podcast, they started a band. <laughs> they took style. Wait, wait was, was podcast their first? Their first well, I mean, <laughs> for their love of horror movies yeah. and Oh, because we did. Metal, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Instead gotcha. of starting a podcast called the Ice Nine Kills podcast, yeah, how great oh, would that gotcha. be? Yeah, I would be probably fine. Instead of starting a podcast, they started a band. They took styles of music they enjoyed like hardcore, metal, pop punk, and it's amazing because they combined them with their love of spooky horror movies. Yes, they did. Uh, their fans call them Ink. I-N-K, Ice Nine Kills. But we call them... Late for dinner? Ice Nine Kills. Oh, I thought yeah. you would hit me with that. Again. Oh, I was thinking about it, but then I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do right now. Well, well, it's well, a, lot, you it's can, a spotlight. You can it's call him late for dinner. You can call, I get, me, I got you can all, call me Ice Nine Kills. I got just all don't call uh, me late nervous. I'm just like, I don't know what he wants from me right now. Like them on Facebook. Official Twitter, at Ice Nine Kills. Official Instagram. Very important here, people. At Ice, the number nine, kills. They did not connect, and they did not get... Ice nine, the word nine. Well, yeah, but the th- do they have the word nine in their band? Oh no, they do. It's N I N E. Yep, you're right. N-I-N-E. You're right. But yeah. on Instagram, some lucky devil got a hold of Ice Nine, the word kills. That's so crazy. on Instagram, they are at Ice, the number nine. Yeah, kills the okay. word. Okay. Official website. Hold on to your hats for this one. Ice nine kills all three words. They got it. Yeah, boy. We are talking about the album The Silver Scream, released October 2018, fifth studio album, 13 tracks, 49 minutes, although it flew right by, 49 minutes, 48 seconds on Fearless Records. Uh, Artists that are on Fearless Records, the Aquabats. Do you remember oh, this song? Oh, we love the Aqua. No, I, I have no idea, but but they're the like LDS rat, and they're the super, super rat. Uh, That's crazy. Wick, dun, a bat. Uh, big Wig. Plain White Tees. I don't know. Do you, know nope. you don't know Plain White Tees? No. Hey there, Delilah, what's it like I've heard in that. New York City? I don't like them. I'm a thousand miles away. They're crybabies. At the drive-in. I love that band. I never Back heard that Back in the, in the 2000s. Yeah, I missed it. Uh, they split into two bands. They, they split into, jeez, and I can't remember either band name at this point. Body Body Bustones? Just kidding. No, <laughs> the mighty mighty boss tones, and I love the mighty mighty boss. Same. They wouldn't have them. They wouldn't have anyone from any one. No, no. In fact, uh, the mighty mighty boss tones might be the only ska band I actually kind of like. To be honest with you, straight. you don't like Goldfinger? No, I mean they. I mean they're, they're more. They're they're more punk. Yeah, but, but I don't horns. like them at all. They're not even close. No to boss tones. No, no doubt. I don't like no doubt compared to boss tones. See what I did there? Yeah. Um, I I really like that band and Dynamite Boy. So that's cool. The, uh, no, I love those. That's guys, the related know. artists on Fearless Records. Cool. What did you think of this? What, I mean, what's your thoughts? Okay, so, okay, so I've got I've got a lot of notes. I I've got them right here, and I can't wait. I can have a drink. You can get into them. Okay, so the first thing before I start talking about this band, 
is I've gone on record stating that my metal. Sorry, let me. Let me okay, so wait, hold on. So you're saying from this podcast you've gone on record, I've, or I've probably over the gone, many years over the many years, and okay. probably on this podcast. Okay, but metal to me in this episode though, not yet. Oh, okay, not yet. is like apples. Nobody right. likes the cores. Okay, nobody likes the cores <laughs> except. Oh, that's good. Except for I'm not gonna lie Hardcore. to you. I have been I have been listening to a lot of Vayatas Miura lately. And it's weird because thy art is murder. They're oh. they're like an Australian band. That's why I say thy art is Mura. Oh, and but they're they're they're. Like, I mean, I've heard that name. They're before. metalcore to the to the to the core. Nobody I likes the cores. Though. No, that but the is thing fantastic. is, and they're just like you know, and all the. I mean, it's just such. It's it. So I don't I don't really love the uh, using the music like the guitar stuff like that is a percussion. What do you call it? What do you call it? like the bass and the. And the drums are what? They're the percussion instruments? They're the They're rhythm the, section? The, the foundation, the rhythm uh-huh. section. Yeah, but but when you use guitars like that, to me, it's not it's not as... as I um, agree with okay. you, but it, it came from a beautiful place, which oh, was no, 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 the I'm hardcore. Not, this is from... This is from this is just my shitty right. opinion. No, I, no, and no, I know no, no, no. I understand, but I'm, I'm right with you. Yeah, I but, mean, I'm feeling like I'm right on path with so you. So the thing is, is it's crazy because, um, like, I've been listening to, like, like uh, uh, The Artist Murder, and it's like, you're just like, you're driving, and all of a sudden, boom, and then all of a sudden it just hits you and whatever. So I'm like, okay. So I kind of pull back from the the cores a little bit, only because that band. And I don't love that band. I just turn it on when I'm like feeling like upset or angry or, or murdered, or if no. you're feeling like murdering yeah, someone. Sure. It's like thy which art is rare, is, which is rare. It's like, geez, I want to murder someone, and then you say, well, I'll put on thy art is murder. Do you know what? Do you know what other kind of music that I don't love? Not. Kind of emo, right? So, <laughs> I never saw you too. It's like stay. so. I mean, because I mean, I and I only know about it because of my daughter's taste in music, and we right. send stuff back and forth. I gotta listen to it. We got your Black, Black Veil Brides. Brides. We got your Palais Royale. We got your uh, yeah. number one with a bullet or whatever that shit is. We got it's your down bad. With a bullet <laughs> we, we got your uh, motionless. Where do you say and white and and all this stuff, right? You got all that, and it's like I don't love it. You know, but it's like, okay, it's, it's kids' music, I feel like, and that's fine. That is a good song, though. No. Up, <laughs> Number one, one, one with a bullet. bullet. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I no. know you got a that's to cock it and bullet. I was saw the that. greatest line. Well, well, I can't remember what the band name of that is. Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy, because I, I, I took Eve and her friends to, to Fallout Boy in the event. <laughs> cock it and bullet. So I was just I love like, that. I was just like, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, cool, cool. I mean, let's be real. I mean, okay, anyway, this band. This band has a lot of the metalcore staples, right? Yeah. It's got the breakdowns. It's got the uh, uh, the gauge deers and the short hair. It's got yeah. all that stuff, right? It's got a boy band look. I'm yeah. wondering if I even understand metalcore because you put Kill Switch and Gage in metalcore, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with and you. And I like that. I but, like I like them, but I'm like, what is going on here? It's a, it's different. It's the blurring of the lines. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. And there's a lot of blurring of the lines. I feel like the only band that I know is straight. I, maybe they call it deathcore. I don't know. I don't know what the difference is. I'm an old man. You got to give me a break. See here. that shit right and there. It's like, I have no idea. Deathcore is fantastic in weird ways, it's, but it's also like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? I'm like, I, so I'm like, okay, so this is what heavy metal is becoming, and it's not. I feel like they split and they're doing their own things because we're still getting a lot of like, like straight up metal, traditional metal, death metal, and yeah, all this yeah, stuff. yeah. It's fine. There's room for it all. And I'm just an old man. I'm screaming at the clouds when I talk about like the emo and the in the middle. Right, right. Like that. But the thing is, is these guys I feel like do a couple of things really, really well. First of all, 
they have very melodic to like choruses choruses and, and bridges stuff like that but i mean there's a lot of it yelling and screaming and and they've got the, a lot of their breakdowns are going like usually a breakdown's like gong 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 yeah. But they're but they're doing stuff over that with like like their keyboards or keyboards maybe a symphony or, or stuff like that. Yeah. So it makes it kind of a poppier version of that kind of stuff. And then they bust into like the the choruses and they're like yeah. you know, and they do so they, What was he doing on Friday the thirteenth? <laughs> and I mean there there's plenty and plenty of uh, because okay, so but I will say I've been talking shit a lot, haven't I? Yeah, you've been really okay. Laying it okay, down. maybe it's because I'm an old man, and these guys yeah. are for the like. I feel like if you're waiting in line for an ice nine kills, you'll see a bunch of distraught fourteen year olds in like in like t-shirts and gauge deers smoking vapes. What t-shirts are they wearing though? Oh, they're wearing motionless and white for sure. Motionless for and sure. white. I saw a lot of motionless and white when I went and saw. Uh, uh, young blood and uh, and uh, uh, what's that? What's, uh, what's Palais uh, Royale? I've never seen Palais Royale. Oh, so but no, what, what's that's a band? Yeah, I, saw. I, I almost like, thought about it. Dirty for a laundry, anyway. I can't remember. I can't oh, remember. Fucking Glenn Fry, no, her, no, no, her, no, 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 guy from the Eagles. She's got a dirty laundry. No, that's a different song, but yeah, I can't remember that. I can't remember the name of that band right now, but anyway, but but it, waiting in those lines, I'm like, man. Yeah. My kids look super normal compared to like what's going on here. Anyway, give them some hair dye in a few years. They'll be like, damn. Well, I, I, I feel like I'm past the hump with one of my kids. And it's like she's are, she's still going great. She's still pure right. and loving. And well, I mean, everybody's like saying F you right now. I'm like, but it's like, yeah, I did it. I'm a good dad. OK, I did it. Hey, you know what? If you've done it, if you've raised kids and they make it to a certain point, well, the age of consent or the age of, you know, 18. Fuck that. I've done a good job. Yeah, exactly. If they go murder and kill after this, it's like that's, that's on them. On them. I, I ain't got nothing to do with that. Okay, so now the good things with this band. Yeah. I I in, I can't believe it. Because when I turned it on and we're like, we're the American Night. Yeah. And they're these pretty boys and they're just doing all this thing. And I'm just like, oh boy, okay, here we go. Shane just dropped this load on me. Let's let's see how we do. But after a while I'm listening to it, I'm like, actually, these guys are actually pretty dang good musicians. Not only, and I think it's mostly with their composition of the music, not necessarily their. I mean, they're. I'm not saying they're not good at their instruments, stuff like that. Of course, but the composition. I mean, they're they they they're not your typical, you know, whatever. They do a lot of things, and maybe it's a production crew or whatever. They're going through. They're adding these bridges. They're adding these little things. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of extras in there. Yeah, and the thing is too, is especially that, that guy going. Ah, we need to be on the lookout for Michael Myers. Exactly. He is. Uh, yeah, some Michael Myers. And that's what I'm talking about next. It's like. It's really hard to get down on somebody whose band plays with loving energy yeah. about these movies and about the songs. And I feel like that did a good job, like, buoying it for me. I feel like after a while, these guys came became really fun to listen to for me. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, listen, I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm too old to, like, worry about what people are, like, telling me I shouldn't listen to or whatnot. But I was very, in the beginning, I was very, like, You're I don't right. know if I'm going to like this. But by now, by, by this time, I'm just like, actually, that was a pretty fun album to listen to a bunch of times. Yeah. But so, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I did try to put away my disdain for metalcore. I was like, okay. I mean, you have a real disdain for it. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm why. still trying to figure it out. I'm like yeah. a young virgin. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, okay, Kill Switch is good, and I like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. What I've heard of Kill Switch. I don't like Lamb of God metalcore. at all, though. 
Lamb of God. Okay, I I'm hate not, Lamb of God. I, I don't know Except much for that of their song stuff. Redneck was, is really good. But, but other the, you would put them in the metal core. Yeah, I would. Yeah, for sure. The only thing that I, I can like put a stamp on yeah. is that. Because I yeah. feel like they're getting it from the old school hard. No, and, that, and that's where it came from. Well, you realize it's called metal core. I get it. it. It's metal core, yeah. hardcore, yeah, it but should. it's just like, I, I feel like the hardcore bands would go, Jesus, you know get the, that as, erase that as far away from the The irony the is I didn't like hardcore, and I'm not even really that into punk, to be, oh, to be honest with you. great hardcore Well, I mean, that's bands, my bad for missing out. I mean, maybe. But they would have that heavy sound. Now, it's just incorporated with keyboards yeah. and squibbly rappies and stuff behind it. Where there, like, there's one thing about this band I do have to mention. Um, so a lot of their songs, like they'll, they'll like the singer will like, you know, like Slipknot used to do a lot. I mean, like I think they're lot. the innovators of that. No, I think Slipknot was the first one that I really noticed. Where they go, what you or if it's not, if it's not Slipknot, it's corn. Yeah. I mean, all that stuff. But those are the bands that started that. What are you talking about? I'm coming. I'm coming up to you. Yeah, I agree with you. And but the thing is, is these guys also put in like super very poppy stuff, harmonize the vocals, a lot of extras. Um, yeah. It's a raspberry. I turned it, out like it. it. It is literally the the funeral potatoes or the or the potato salad. Yeah, you, everyone's getting something. Sure. Are you a fan of the heavy? Yeah. Do you like the growl? Maybe you mm-hmm. like a little bit of the singing. And what's the song about uh, the crow? Because it's like I feel like that's straight up emo. Like there's no. That's just like, I sent it to my daughter. I'm like, hey, you like this emo band? She'd never heard of them before. She's like, oh, they're great. How come I never heard of them? And then I sent sent her another one. She's like, oh, they yell and scream too much. And I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, but not in that first one. He's like, dad, you're my hero. They did do a cover in 2020, like a, a, what do you call it? Like a a pandemic, socially distanced version of Stacy's mom, which was like, (laughs) which they called Jason's mom. And they made all new lyrics. Oh, for it. That, I thought that was pretty cool. That's not bad. And, the, and also, even with, if it was terrible, that's not bad. I mean, how how can you screw up that song? Let's be real. That's a great song all the way through. Exactly. I, I feel like I've always said that. <laughs> Take a hit and redo it, and you sure, win. Why not? Period. And it was fun. I I did like. So they've got videos for almost every song on this album, right? That's and what they someone did, was saying. Yeah, and they like, have like a five part like mini movie with five of the songs in it: American Nightmare, uh, the the uh, thing. TGIF and then all this other stuff, right? Right. And it's like, and it's just like this ongoing thing. I feel like it was very creative, and I felt I felt like it was super fun. I think they're going multimedia. Yeah, and and they were really good at it, and the the production value on that stuff was really great. I watched them live, and it's like, yeah, these. I mean, they're. I mean, they're probably. I don't know how old they are, but they're probably ten years plus younger than me. But it's like, man, if I was a kid and I was watching that shit, I would be so into it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, and I I don't know if that's a compliment or if that's a burn or whatever i don't mean it to be a burn but it was like they were no cool. i mean if you're saying i'm so into it no I, I that's totally what ice nine kills you might be part of the ink crew i might be i love you this might album. be an ink after a while i ended up loving this album is this something that i'm going to go share with all my friends outside the podcast maybe not yeah but the thing is is it's like i mean i i could sing all the words to a lot of them and what do you give point. it what are you saying are we firing no, up the bone no, saw? We're not, no, 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 we're not bone saw material. So, so here's the thing: if I'm gonna, if I'm, if I'm going to like score this, right? I've got to score it in two ways: the album by itself, on its own merits, or whatever, right? And or, everything else you watched. Well, yes, yes, yes. And and then the second way is don't pretend you don't hate metalcore. <laughs> 
and pretend you don't hate emo right. and just, you know, kind of whatever. I would say that if I if I was if I was like a, a younger you person. You don't like uh, when I was a young boy and my father no. took me. No, wanna know why? The don't they sing that song that teenagers scare the living shit out of me? You know, I hate that song. That's why. Because I met this I met this the band I can't remember. I met their concert and they played that in the middle of it, right? And all these teenagers were singing that like it was an anthem. I'm like, no, this shit's real, man. You scare us. You scare us, old folks. But uh, Jesus, I'm I'm kind of teasing. It's a crazy fucking concert you're going to. No, I, I can't. I might have went to a. I wish I could remember riot. the name of it. I wish I could remember the name of the band because it's like uh, it, it was it was super fun. My daughter had fun, and I had fun watching my daughter have fun. Anyway, bottom line is, I'm saying if I'm just getting rid of all my hatred towards metalcore and all this stuff, between their arrangements, between their fun times that they're having with this, I've got to give it a buy. Yeah. However, if I'm like, I don't care for metalcore and I don't care for emo and some of that pop punk stuff, I'm just saying maybe give it a Spotify. And I think yeah. that's the bottom line. Yeah. Well, that's that's very well put because cool. you have rode the line of, I don't know exactly what to, you know, I'm taking it one way, taking it the other. Yeah, Here's sure. what I've got. For okay. It. It's fun. It's really fun, actually. I giggled out loud when the guy says, yeah, we're on the lookout for Michael Myers. Yeah. He's, he's. You know what's funny? Live when they do that, there's a guy walking out there like lip syncing to that part, which is playing obviously from like a, you know, like a the PA or something like that. And I'm it's, just like, shit, that is fun, man. That looks I fun. I mean, I and I understand that. I like that. See, I, see, when I listen to these albums, I don't take in anything but the album. Gotcha. I don't look at videos because I guarantee you everything is close to a high buy or a bone saw. If I'm like, holy shit, that was a badass performance. Right. Okay, I love good that. Point, good point. So I'm like, music only. Uh, if King 810 and Fallout Boy had a baby, that is like one of the most perfect. Uh, <laughs> I don't know uh, who King uh, 810 uh, is. Listen to King 810, okay. Alpha and Omega. Okay. And then listen to Fallout Boy, whatever you want. Oh, I know Fallout Boy. And then Boy. you'll say, Man, holy <laughs> shit, that is the fucking culmination of those things. Um, I really thought I was going to love it, but I didn't. Okay. My ass clenched on that Love Bites. <laughs> I like that song. The no, no, no. duet. Do you want to know I why? literally was I saying, love that. Hey. There's and one. I was like, oh my God, is this about Amer uh, American Werewolf in yeah. London? It's like, hey. No, no. There was one part I especially loved because I know this might sound weird, but it sounded kind of like a show tune where they're like, because every dog has its day. And they changed like the key to that. And I was like. Now that's fun. Oh God! I like the it. only thing that made it clench worse <laughs> was that it Pennywise. We all the, the song right after we, Love uh, Bites. Uh, boom, boom. Yeah, I liked it, and man. I was it's, like, Oh my fun. God! It's oh fun. my God! This is this is bad. Joji, come on! That was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Cause we all float down here. We all float I mean, down. It was just. I liked it, man. It's. I know that I'm. I mean, I enjoyed that first half, and then I was just like, "Oh, this is silly. It's fun." Yeah. And then all of a sudden, that love by having fun for other kids, man. That's what it is. You're the grumpy old man. I'm the grumpy old man. <laughs> my favorite tracks: "American Nightmare," yeah. "Rocking the Boat." I liked. I like that. Too. And my favorite part was because there's a line where he says, "Because uh, I got a fish fry." Because I got a fish to fry. Yeah, that was. Because I got a fish. Fish to fry yeah. later tonight. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, this guy. And then I started going, ooh, is he talking about Jaws 2? That could be. Because in Jaws 2, he's actually fried on the electric line. 
So maybe he's talking about Jaws too. So maybe I'm in an inner circle with uh, Ice Nine Kills. You know where they go? Wait a minute. That guy just said that, he was you know. Jaws you realize too? to get into their practice room, that's the that, that's the question. You're like, uh, what's the song called again? I can't remember. Rock, rocking the boat. They're like, they're like, rocking the boat is about Jaws too. And then they'll let you in to your to I'm the like, band room. And then you get to sit on that couch. Nothing worse than watching a band practice. I've I did fun. it for years, but no, it's I've just, had fun just at your the place. Fucking worst. It, but were we, was I watching you practice, or was I just kind of hanging out and yeah, drinking? Sure. Yeah. The the wor- worst than watching a band practice yeah. is walking in from being in another band and watching another band practice. So you just stand there and they go, "All right, guys, here he is. Here's this dude. Let's play fucking the jam again." And you're like, oh. and then you got to sit there and go, jump, and then you're like, fuck, now I got to stand here and do this <laughs> until, until they end. So I can go, all right, guys, I got to go, man. I got to get head back practice. You can't walk out during the middle of it because then they'll all be disappointed. You walk out man. in the middle of a song, it's like, yeah, that's fuck some bullshit. that guy, bro. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Fuck that guy. He doesn't like us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. A Spotify, if you're not busy. <laughs> if you if you, if you got a spot of time. Georgie. Come on. That was fun, man. I liked I it. I mean. It's just okay. So you remember? Okay, so so let me liken it to this. Do you remember, what was that band that we did years ago on the show that was like that? You're talking about April? No, 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 no. I'm not. Ta- no, I'm not talking that long ago. So uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Sin from uh, from uh, Creepy Kitsch podcast was like, here, do this, and it was like a musical type thing about an H.P. Lovecraft show, right? And it was just right. like. To win your bridge to the stars, you know, and all this stuff, oh, and shit. you were like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, this is awful!" And I'm like, "It was, it was fun." I feel like it's kind of the same thing. It's very theatrical. It's very like I don't know. I wouldn't say symphonic, but they do have a lot going on. I mean, I guarantee you, if I watch their live show or their no, video yeah, yeah, thing, cool. I I may go. That's no, there's some that's cringe. a buy. There's some cringe. they did a, a Avenged Sevenfold type. Do thing. they dress? I mean, I've seen no. They dress the up. They dress, they dress up like, like yeah. the guy's Freddy Krueger and yeah, this guy's yeah. Jason Voorhees. Well, and I don't think it. I think it's. I don't think it's the same thing every time. I think it's just kind of what right, they're doing. Right. There was one cringy moment they did. They played. Uh, oh shoot! Now I can't remember any of the names of the songs, but it was a one about uh, uh, enjoy your sleigh about uh, the the shine oh, yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And they played it, and they, they played it like acoustic, like, and, and the drummer just had like one of those little, like boxes where he's like, boo, 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 and then he go, boo, do, do, you know, right, just with it, you know, whatever. And then uh, they're singing it, and they're not yelling in it because it's acoustic, and they're doing. And then the lead singer was like, I can't remember what it was, but he was just like, eh, 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 and I'm just like, you guys, this is that was really weird. I wish you hadn't done that, but oh. uh, what are you gonna do? I was cringing, but listen, these guys are basically the boy band of metalcore emo, so I don't know. All right, if you're well, into that, I mean, you yeah. You know, and you have to have characters, scary spice, sports spice. <laughs> and it's funny because like even on this album, they have a bunch of different dudes from the videos to the live show. So whatever, it looks like they're oh. like a, a lot of, you know, anyway, fired and rehired. Yeah, I don't, I don't. The only know. guy that sticks around is the singer. Yeah, well, and he's doing, he's always the guy. I feel like he's like, he's like the most handsome guy. So he's always in the front. He's like, he just needs to find people behind him. It doesn't matter. The, it depends. It's either the singer he's that's like, running the band or the guitar player. Yeah, it's true. It's never the drummer. It's never anyone else. <laughs> it's a guitar player that goes. Except for out. in Winger, who was the bassist. That's And that's the one exception. Right, let's never forget Winger. All right, so you got anything else for these guys? No, that's it. So I guess we got some trivia coming up, huh? Yeah, we do. All right, you sound pumped about it. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with that. Uh- Corpse Cast Trivia with Mike, Shane, and Ricky. 
What was that sound? It was it was the last bit of when I ah. before I cut it off. Yeah, right. so yeah, don't get too Are you ready for trivia? I'm ready for trivia, as ready as I ever am. All right, here we go. This is question number one. And the irony is you couldn't even tell me what the subject is on text. Today. I couldn't tell you because perhaps I would be giving something away. Or can you did you even know? I got the feeling that you didn't even know what the what the and that might be something too. You totally threw. Sh- you, I threw. You I, I threw something at you. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's go. I threw some monkey shit at no, you. You did throw some monkey shit. Number one, 2010 film. IMDb gives it a 2.1. Oh Jesus, that is what? not a good score. 2.1. Oh. What is the ultimate horror? For Holland Price, it is losing everything he loves. Holland is a devoted family man whose life is turned upside down by a horrifying figure one Halloween night. <laughs> a two point what? 2.1. I need hints because I don't think I watch movies that It bad. stars Jessica Cameron. Very sexy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sam Ritter. <laughs> one time. Never mind. And Edward X. Young. Is it, uh, the only thing I know that she's in is uh, American Guinea Pig. And if that's not it. No, that's not what she's, uh, all she's in. But no, I'm just saying the only thing I know that she's in is that. And that's the only thing I know. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. She had a bit, no, was she a big part in this? Uh, She's a star. Oh, man. That's what they tell her. How you bring 2.1s in? That's crazy. Hey, I'm not the director or the the the, the writer of the So film. okay, so a dude on say that again real quick. I I know everybody, I know 2010 film INDB gives it a 2.1. What is the ultimate horror for Holland Price? It is losing everything he loves. Holland is devoted family man whose life is turned upside down by a horrifying figure one Halloween night. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take the deuce. I have no idea what this is, Mister. I have, I have heard. I've, yeah, I would never have caught that. Okay, here's a fun. I nugget. hate that you went two point one on me, bro, ca- bro, bro, bro. We yeah. need to make rules for this. It has to be over five. No, I'm not we don't. Rules. No rules. It's crazy, crazy to me. Come on now, just Julia. Are you hearing that? He's going. Hey, let's make rules. I'm no, very authoritarian no right now. Uh, here's the fun nugget. The character of Holland. Price. This might get you a point. Okay. <laughs> Was named after both Vincent Price you got and one. Holland. Holland Price. <laughs> and Holland Oates? Oh, my God. I want to give you the point, but no, it's not Holland Oates. <laughs> Who is it? It's not Holland Oates and Vincent Price. <laughs> Tom Holland. Oh, okay. And All Vincent right. Price. Okay, cool. Number two. Here we go. 2011 film. Let's take it up one year. Okay. IMDb gives it a 4.0 or 4.1. Does that make you feel better? Jesus. No, you're you're a little better, but you're killing me. Truck driver Brewster takes over his missing brother's delivery of a load of coffins to a funeral home. He picks up hitchhiking gay couple Carrie and Vogel whose relationship is in trouble. His GPS leads them into a desert, uh, deserted junkyard. His truck breaks down, standing with the, stranded with them. Night falls, 
and the coffins reveal bloodthirsty vampires. 2011, you're telling me that I've got to know all of this bullshit, all of the dregs of movies. I got to even watch those. No, I'm now? just saying 2011. 4.1? 4.1. Jesus, now you're moving it up. You're like, oh, we. You know, you're no, always, you're I, all about the five. No, no. How many times have I told you that it's like I will watch anything? Uh, actually, I watch anything with a three point and over, but usually it's five point and over. But so Truck I have no idea what this Brewster. is. No, I have no idea what this is. Yeah. You don't even need to tell me. I don't know. You, you don't want the stars? Don't give me the stars. Stars. Wyndham Beecham. Beecham. Okay. Is it Beecham? B e a c h. I feel like that. I feel like it's Beecham. Wyndham Beecham. Benjamin Lutz and. David Alonson Bradbury. <laughs> Ooh, maybe he's related to Rayberry Bradbury. Uh, Nothing? No, no. There was a dark time in the mid 2000s when I'm just like, I ain't watching shit right now. Crunch. How about a movie called Bite Marks? Yeah, I have no idea. God, you're killing me. Here's the fun nugget. <coughs> Let the me ask you, was the topic of this shit Mike has never seen and will never watch? Well, is that, I can't say is that. Is that what that's it why, is? That's why I put all those sports balls in that text. Oh, yeah, but it, what does that have to do with sports? I was like, is this exactly. a sports movie? And I'm like, wait. Exactly, I threw you off. I, no, what I, does that mean? I, I realized, put a soccer ball, a football, and a tennis ball. He's like, I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, Ricky's not going to show up. Can I get you a couple more things? Just tell me the subject, and I'll get Don and Ellie on it. And you're like, no, I'm cool. I'm cool. And he sent me sports balls, and I'm like, what? Sweet, I'm going to kill. Would you shit yourself if it was about sports? It's not about sports. No, but I mean, if we did a trivia oh, about horror sports. Horror sports? I don't know. I mean, not even horror sports, but we just said. Uh, well, you know I like sports movies quite a bit. Super Bowl 1984. No, if you say 1985 Super Bowl, that's Jim, Bears. That's Jim McMahon. Yeah. My man, Jim McMahon from BYU. Refrigerator Cougars. Perry. And the Super Bowl shuffle. We ain't here to cause no trouble. We're just here to do the Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> All right, go on. Jesus. I'm tired of this shit. Here's Let's the go. fun nugget. The last man to read for the role of Carrie was Wyndham Beecham. I don't know who that even is. Who auditioned on his birthday. Well, happy birthday to you. Jesus. I didn't know that. And and when he began running lines with David Allenson Bradbury... It was clear. Oh, that, is that, that the couple? That the two had a chemistry. Did they? Well, they were gay. They, well, that's, I, that's what I asked. I told you in, this, in, in the I question. asked if those two people were the couple. And that's why. Uh, Hitchhiking gay couple, Carrie and Vogel. So, David uh, Wyndham Beecham and David Allenson Bradbury were the couple. They were Carrie and Vogel. So, allow me to get back to my fun nugget. Let's do it. It was clear that they had the two. Had a chemistry. Sure. Director Mark Bessinger offered Beecham the role on the spot. Oh. He said. That's a beautiful story. You get it, babe. Beautiful. First time ever you didn't have to do any casting couch shit to get a role, right? <laughs> it depends. They on, all do. It depend, well, I just watched Starry Eyes so a little while back. Yeah. And that's like, that's some casting couch shit. Yeah, that's 100%. But it right? worked out for her in the end, so that's awesome. I right. feel like you should so do the casting The couch. ultimate fucking demon. Mike, that's sexist. Uh, I know. Yeah, but you become the ultimate fucking demon. You do. With green eyes and bald head. Man, if I had green eyes, I would be the ultimate effing I demon. mean, aren't you the uh, like the demon lord by that point? You're not even like a soldier. You're like the, the demon lord. You lord over all the lesser demons. I don't know. 
1990. Here's number three. 1990. Okay. IMDb gives us a 5.1. Thank you. An unconventional corporate agent is given the task of shaping a group of violent criminals and technical wizards into a helicopter defense force assigned to protect a mining station on a remote moon. Oh, 1990? You better know this one. Is it... uh, um, Stars Malcolm McDowell. You ever heard of him? I've heard of him. And who else is a star? I need one more. Dean Devlin. I need one more. Sam Ritter. Sam Ritter? He wasn't even born in 1990. Well, he's in the... What? One more. He's, one more. One more. He wasn't even born in 1990. What are you talking about? No, I'm, you know, give me a big one. Give me a, give me a good one. Give me a good one. That's oh, all, no, that's, that's not, all that's the, not the movie I'm thinking about. On the moon. Yeah, Sam Ritter is alive and well I in thought I was thinking, uh, what's his name? John Ritter's son, who's in uh, Bride of Chucky, but I don't know who that... He's something Ritter. So, 1990, Malcolm McDowell, he goes to the moon... And there's some shit that I am drawing. Unconventional corporate agent is given the task of shaping. Pardon me. (laughs) Jesus. It's all this beer I'm drinking, right? If I was just drinking water or something. Mm -hmm. Wow, that was your gullet. That's my gullet right there. I think if some people were drinking water today, we'd, we'd have a better night. But anyway. An unconventional corporate agent is given the task of shaping a group of violent criminals a technical wizard and a technical wizard into a helicopter defense force assigned to protecting a mining station on a remote moon. I don't even that know. That means the earth is dead. Uh, well, okay, so I, you're giving me tons of hints, but I'm coming up blank here, uh, which which happens sometimes. Stars Malcolm McDowell, yeah. Dean Devlin, he really wants and me Sam to get Ritter. He, he thinks I should know this one. And that's, it's not moving. Hell, all of Turn up a tank. Radio. You crazy. got it. Moon 44. Wow. You got it. Wow. I did it. Were you I, holding that back? Or? No, no. It just was like, I'm like, I have no idea. Burp. I'm like, are you serious? You were serious. like, Jesus. No, moon, I'm dead serious about that. Yeah. Here's the whoa, 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 whoa. Is this movies that we've introduced on our video show? I may or may not uh, have an answer to that. Here's the fun <laughs> I'm nugget. I'm dead. I'm dead on this. Oh, you're going to love this. You're, you're going to shit in your hat and put it back on your head I when you I can't wait. This. I can't wait. In Australia and New Zealand, CBS Fox video trailer of the film, the trailer had a Star Wars 1977 star style crawl, oh. which a voiceover was heard saying, CBS Fox video presents... A galactic adventure from the excitement zone. Oh, doesn't that fucking say something? I'll show you my excitement Moon zone. 44. By, two, by 2038, all natural resources have been depleted. Uh, multinational corporations have taken control of the universe. Rival corporations fight deadly battles over priceless mining planets in outer space. What were the first two ones again? They were Mr. We don't have Mr. Hush on our channel. We don't have uh, what was the other one? Uh, I can't remember the second one. What was it again? Uh, bite marks. No, we don't. So no, that's not the thing. But we do have Moon Forty Four on there somewhere. I can't believe I got that. I'm not gonna lie to you. Great I song by the I Coasters too. Moon Forty Four. I'm like. So do you ever like 
if you're ever doing your daily things, routines and stuff like yeah. that, and all wash of a sudden, dishes, yeah, no, and you're take just garbage like, out. Recycling. All of a sudden, you're like, holy crap! Something just came into my brains that I had no idea that would come into my brains right at the right moment because that's what just happened. You're gonna fucking go crazy. watch Moon Forty Four as soon as we get done. Well, with no, this. no, 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 because here's why I'm not going to, because it's been on the trivia and it's not going to be on the trivia for a long time. So why watch that again? That's a good point. <laughs> How did Jesus, I get that? That's crazy. See, I miss Ricky. That's crazy. Okay. Oh, I do too. Because I would be t- able to take a break now. I what do. are we on? Three? No, we're on Yeah, four. we're on three. No, four. because I'm two and one. So here we go. Four. Number four. I know I'm one and two. See? See? Do you well, understand? Well, if Ricky just drank water tonight, we, he'd be here. Okay? Here we yeah, go. His gullet would be clean. This his gullet is, is clean. Oh, see? <laughs> Our fucking brains. They it's crazy. The this gullet is clean. <laughs> Name her, and you get a point. Tangina. Tan- oh, we didn't even turn up the radio Tangina. for Moon Tangina. No, I mean na- her real name, and you lose oh. a point. You win a point. Oh. Oh my gosh, Tangina. Her name. I have. I can't remember her real name. And you all. You remember she was in uh, the the mask movie. The guy that was the serial killer. <laughs> remember. He was, the, he was like, the, hey, what are you talking about, guys? I can't remember. I can't remember. Let's you just get a point. I know I can't do it. You'll right. lose a Wait, loss. let's hope some let's hoops, let's let's hope some uh, Moon 44 shit keeps out. I don't No, no, no. I don't no, even know no, how no, that happened. You know, the, now it's Nolan Void. Okay, what is her you name? Cannot, Zelda. Zelda Rubenstein. Yep. You do not get anything. That's fine. I'm, Number I'm four. Here we go. Okay. 2007 film. IMDb gives it a 4.5. So we're moving up. No, that last one was 5.1, I thought. Let's see. Let's take a piggy again. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. 5.1. So we're moving back down. Here I we go. Can, wait, wait, wait. We, didn't even, this is we basically, didn't even sing for Moon 44. So. We did, but you forgot You forgot already. Okay, well, anyway. I don't think we did. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, because when you said Moon 44, I went. Anyway, let's go. All right, I'm two and one. Or one and two. Let's go. 2007 film IMDb gives it a 4.5 with her parents dead. An already unstable teenager embarks on a blood-soaked journey of torture, violence, and retribution. As everyone unlucky enough to cross paths with her ends up dead. What okay. is that movie? No, I need some hints. I need some stars. Stars. Leslie Andrews. John McGar. And Charlie Trepany. <laughs> Why? Okay, so now, okay. You need to give me the, the category now because I'm going to get effed. I'm going to get killed. I can't give you any category. Because you don't have one or because you won't? Because you're being mean. Is, what, what is it? What? What are you are, talking about? Are you being mean or because you don't have a category? Whatever you want it to be. I it want it be. to be. I don't Whatever care. Whatever will be, will be. It's 2007. She goes on a road trip because her parents are dead and kills everybody. With her parents dead. <laughs> He's like, An already unstable teenager embarks on a blood-soaked journey of torture, violence, and retribution as everyone unlucky enough to cross paths with her ends up dead. You need to give me a nug or something because I feel like this is bullshit. This is under five. I need nugs. How about that? I can't believe I got Moon 44 still. I feel like I win this because I got that. Not like in the eyes of All the- right, I'll give you the I'll give you the fun okay, nugget. Okay, okay. 
No nuns were actually urinated during the production of this film. 2007? And there was also a penis cut off. It's called The Convent. I was hoping that was... Is it The Nun? I have no idea. No, but I feel like we've done it on the podcast. No way. Maybe we haven't, but I kind of I'll take the I'll like take the deuce. What is it? Sick Girl. Oh no, we haven't done that. We haven't done that. Oh. Sick Girl, is that a is that a Masters of Horror? Anyway, it doesn't matter. I lost. Who cares? That was a great song by uh uh Garbage. I'm a sick girl. Sick. And it's not too far cuz you know it don't matter anyway. <laughs> Okay. It always comes back to Hall and Oates, doesn't Hall it? Hall and Oates, yes. Because you got to love the fucking So Hall I'm three and one right now. Why didn't neither one of us mention that as a band in the in the trivia or in the, you know. When we were talking to just Julia? Because I, I mean, I know. You got Barry Manilow and Private Cradle of Filth and all that. I said, had Iron Maiden Metallica. I get you, I get you, I get you. I love me some fucking Who Hall Who doesn't? Oh, what was that one? Sarah. I think Maneater. I love that. Man Eater is probably their best one, I think. Give us a couple bars of that. Oh, there she goes. Look out, boy, she'll chew you up. Oh, there she goes. I'll be John I'm a man eater. I think I screwed up the pronouns. I feel like I screwed up the pronouns. I said, I'm a man eater. Like, she's a man eater, but whatever. Let's go. She'll only come out at night. Right? Yeah, no, you're right. Hunger's her appetite. She Nothing you do I've seen her here before. That's beautiful. Watching and nothing waiting. Nothing ain't nothing. She's watching and waiting. Ooh, she's in it for love. But you, if you're in it for love, but you ain't going to get too far. You ain't going to get too far. Yeah. Number five. All right. So um, you're going to lose, right? I'm get, totally going to lose, but I'm okay. I got Moon. Oh. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still pretty pumped. I got Moon 44, so I feel like a winner. Even though This I'm is right in your wheelhouse. Right, 1996. Jesus. If you, you don't know, get this. I was in Colorado at that time, so, so be gentle. 1996 film, There Is No Score, which is very interesting to me on IMDb. There is no score for this. Wait, okay, no. I thought you meant like no music. Okay. No, there is no. Yeah, okay, no, no score. Okay. I mean, we're artistic, so we say gotcha, there is okay. no score. Jesus, what? Yeah, I get it. Okay, no score on IMDb. Crazy. Sam Ritter. Why Sam Ritter? And can and Cody. Bodanaki. Can I can I look up Sam Ritter's face? No, you can't. And nothing else. You could show it to me on your phone. I just want to see his face. That's all, Sam. Ritter. Can we get through this question and all then right. I will do it? All right. Sam Ritter and Cody Baudinike. Uh, okay. Check out a deserted, oh Jesus, sex club that they hope to turn into a coffee house. But at the stroke of midnight, the ghosts of the past leather, what? The ghost of past leather patrons <laughs> return to reenact their favorite activities. Sam and Cody Get caught up in the action. What will happen come the dawn? I'm getting killed this time. Stars, David Del Rio, Tony Lexus, and Sam Ritter. (laughs) Can I see Sam Ritter's face, please? Sure. I mean, it's going to take me a minute. Can I look it up on mine? Do you trust me? I won't, I won't Google, I won't like Google the whole thing. I mean, yeah, you okay, go. Okay, Google. Show me Sam Ritter. Yeah, you can go ahead and do that. It's it's much easier for me to have you do that. Than... Stephen Jeffries. Here you go. 
what? Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so let's. I think the cat's out of the bag. You, you're doing uh, G porn shit, bro. What? You're doing, uh, you're doing. Do you want to hear my fun nugget? Yes, I do, actually. Well, this movie's called Latin Crotch Rockets. <laughs> and the fun nugget I is, get, I get this it. is a homosexual film. Okay. Porno movie, as they used to say. <laughs> you know what? You know what's funny? No one buys a porno movie anymore, but. Dude, okay, 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 okay. Now you just look it up, get tantalized, and go, honey, what are we doing? We're taking the kids for dinner? Okay. We're going to Sam Ritter's? All right, so I finally get it. Sam Ritter, Stephen Jeffries, is stars in, in several movies. movies. And, yeah, Sam Ritter was Stephen Jeffries' gay porn name. And I still don't know what this is. Maybe maybe it's good I'm losing. I don't know. Was that What number was that? Was that five? Yeah, that was not five. Yeah. I, lose, I lose, I lose. You but, lose, but... I don't know that you win. Uh, could you? What if I won? What if I knew everything? What if I knew everything with Sam Ritter in it? Is that a Celine Dion song? <laughs> what if I knew everything? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm the happiest I've ever been about losing trivia this time. Is that weird? Yeah, it's slightly weird. Uh, okay. Why wouldn't you want to know what Sam Ritter's been up to? Uh, Stephen Jeffries, the star of this movie. I what know. Is he been- but I well, okay. You shook the hand oh, of that no, no, man no. at those horror conventions. But let's be real. What if I He's was had like, a juicy cock in me- his hands? Remember? Well, who hasn't had a juicy cock in their hand? I mean, True I that. I've only had my own, and True that. a few other exceptions. But what I'm saying to you is this: What? Okay, so how would it have been if I was like, you're like Sam Ritter stars, and I'd be like, oh shit, okay, I know exactly who that is. That's some crazy stuff. I mean, someone had to say, what do you want your name to be? Sam Ritter. Sam Ritter. No, you want to be fucking Power Man 5000. That's what I go (laughs) You want to be Dirk Diggler. I get it. Yeah. yeah, Sam Ritter. Sam Ritter seems so normal. That's why I didn't even, you know, get a take. Anyway. All right. Anyways, that was the greatest trivia ever. (laughs) I'm okay to lose. All right, you guys. We're about to hear a trailer for a movie called 976 Evil starring Sam Ritter. Uh, So we're going to do that. A.K.A. Stephen Jeffries. We'll be right back to talk about it. (laughs) There was a fun nugget that I was going to put in there about uh, Brewster, because You're his brother so was cool, named Brewster. No shit. Yeah, I didn't know that. in okay. the in the in the coffin moving where they're moving the coffins oh in the gosh. dead of night. His his buddy was like Brewster, and he said, "You're so cool, Brewster." All right, all right. Here's the trailer. Here we go. From director Robert Freddy Krueger, England, comes a terrifying new film. <laughs> up the phone. Bye, bye. <laughs> 
All right, you guys, you just heard the trailer for a little movie called 976 Evil. Uh, came out in 1988. IMDb gives us a 5.2, which is, by the way, probably Sam Ritter's highest. Yes, No, for I don't sure. know. I bet uh, Fright Night was Fright Night's got to be a solid. It's got to be I'd a say seven. seven. I'd say seven. Yeah. Uh, it was directed by a guy named, I don't know if you know this, uh, Robert England. Now, is he Freddy Krueger? He is the- Freddy Krueger. Oh. Yeah, for sure. Uh, his directorial debut, he, debut, debut. He only has three directorial credits: this, an episode of Freddy's Nightmares, and the 2008 movie called Killer Pad. Which, by the way, Killer Pad is kind of funny. 2008, it was a horror comedy where a couple of dudes move into this sweet place and like they want to party, but the devil shows up and the devil is hot. And it's like we're Did except we for do there was that one on the podcast. I don't think we've done that in the podcast, but I remember watching that as a chubby kid. And I mean, this was, I mean, I was a, I was a man, but I remember one time they showed the chubby guy on that and he had like, he had like a saran wrap wrapped around his gut. And I remember thinking, yeah, that maybe was that's an a old, good idea. Yeah. That's an old, uh, I've never tried that. It's about sweating out the fat. Well, I feel like it was about keeping the love handles in, which I could do for or that, or you get a corset for that. <laughs> oh no. No, let's leave those to women because those look like right, you can't get some breathe. saran wrap. It looks like you that. can't breathe. In the I thought it was like just working off the sweat. It could like be your flesh sweats underneath. No, but he go, but but he he's like, oh, look, and he takes his shirt off. And I'm like, is that saran wrap around his gut? All right, cool, cool. Whatever. Good. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, it was written by a guy named Rhett Topham. Five writing credits for this guy wrote the screenplay for Trick or Treat. 1986 Trick or Treat. Uh, hi bye hi bye. oh no no we all we all love that i freaking love we all that. love the ragman in in everything that the ragman ever does okay let's be real he did some freddy's nightmare episode uh freddy's nightmares episodes he also did 976 evil 2 by the way i watched 976 evil 2 since we last met how was that it how was, was actually pretty good no <laughs> sam ritter S- sam, sam ritter, ritter was it? not in that so it's it's it was a whole different thing but it was still kind of good it was also written by by a guy named Brian Helgland. Twenty seven writing credits on IMDb credit for this movie. It just has written by for this one, but he does have some good ones. He's got some tales from the crypt, assassins with Sly Stallone and Antonio Banderas. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Conspiracy theory with racist Melly Gibson, payback, a Knight's Tale, and some other stuff that was pretty decent. Uh, this movie stars Sam Ritter, yes, as Stephen Godfrey's his hoax. Jim Metzler is Marty. Uh, let's see. Let's go down. Uh, uh, let's see. Sandy Dennis is Aunt Lucy. And uh, yeah, she was something else, right? She was crazy in this. I liked it a lot. I, li- I liked her a lot in this. I kept saying to myself when I was watching, what's her name? Aunt Judy? <laughs> Aunt Lucy. Yeah. yeah it's just, I mean, it's all the same. I don't think it, I don't think the name matters much. I know. But for whatever w- weird reason, every time she walked in the room, I was like, she was oh, always Aunt like, I'm going to paddle you, boy. And I'm just like, wow, she's old school. Better watch out. She was old school. Hoax, played by Stephen Godfrey, is a young man in high school. He's a sweet kid, if not a huge, complete nerd with big social issues. Um, However, he lives with his overbearing, kitschy mother, like with all the makeup and the wigs and dressed like nobody dresses. Maybe they did. Dressed like tomorrow will never come again. She's a Christian authoritarian who keeps hoax on a short leash and isn't afraid to use corporal punishment to keep hoax on the straight and narrow. Spike, on the other hand, is a badass. 
Harley-driving, hard-drinking, gambling, womanizing cousin of Hoax. He lives in an apartment above the garage over Hoax's mother's place. He goes to the same high school as Hoax, and Spike is Hoax's hero. Like, straight up. Who he wouldn't was, be? No, right? He's cool. Jesus. Dude, I'm happy with the... He's got an apartment away from everyone else. Jesus. Uh, kind of. I love it. Except for there is a kind of like a male... Like, a, what do we call it? You know when you go to the bank? Sorry. Yeah, it's a, a bank. And you've got like... You put your thing in and it sucks it up. Yeah, what do you call that? I don't know, but he has Suck one. Sucks a lot? But he's got one of those... Uh, I just feel like it's 1988. A good way to communicate with your cousin. Put little notes in there and stuff it up there. And then yeah. it shows up in his apartment. Uh, anyways, uh, they have a loving relationship, Spike and Hoax, even if Spike is a little bit embarrassed that his younger cousin's personality sucks and his style sucks, and basically most things about him are nerdy. But Spike will help Hoax out with the bullies if he happens to be around when the swirlies are going down. They have a cool I love messaging system. Okay, I already talked about that. Anyhow, Spike comes across a magazine, an insert card in a magazine, advertising 976 Evil, a number you can call and get your horoscope. Not your horoscope, your, your horoscope. We're talking overkill style. Yeah, that's what I'm. Horoscope. Yes, exactly. Spike calls it, and it gives him some very specific fortunes, fortunes that he takes the advice of immediately, and it works out in his favor. Um, straight up, like if you want it, take it. So he goes and steals some of his aunt's money, stuff like that. However, there comes a point where it tells him to take to to shoplift from his uh, motorcycle guy who helps him out. He's like, bro, I can't do that. Bro, I'm too good to steal from your mom and pop shop. I'm not going to steal these gloves. And he kind of loses interest in it. However. And those were some sweet gloves, though. You well, got to admit that. I mean, it's I like, guess they were. Jesus. They were cut off. They were cut off. So it would show you. Love your, those. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I mean, and he thought about it. He was like. <laughs> oh, he did it. He walked out. Fucking walked nice back gloves. in. gloves. And, and returned. These are like Motley Crue But gloves. you can't mess with a dude who's fixing your 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 bike, man. You can't do that. I mean, he's probably, the, the dude was a super nice guy. But it's the only thing that stopped him from that was it didn't say crew. <laughs> if it said crew, it he would be crew, gone. Like, he would be gone. See ya. <laughs> However, Hoax comes into possession of the card and calls the number. And unlike Spike, though he takes the advice of the recording on the phone, and begins to carry out any and all advice the card gives him, he will not give this up. He actually quickly learns the true nature of the phone line and invites it into himself. He goes through some rituals, and even though the consequences were dire, Hoax isn't satisfied until he uses the card to get back at those who he feels has wronged him. Not only that, but he decides to take it further to claim more than even he felt that he was owed. What is the true nature of 976 Evil? Will hoax go too far? Did these guys actually go to school in the same building as class of 1984, by the way? Oh, that's interesting. Find out by watching 976 Evil from 1988. Shane, what would you think? Well, my first question would be that dude that is like running the telemarketing. Yeah, sure. I've seen, he's a character actor. Dude, I've seen him in, in a billion yes. movies. Yeah, yeah. Do you know his name? No, I don't know his name. Because I was like, that dude, I've seen a billion goddamn Sure, times. of course, of course. And he's running this bizarre. Market. 976 office. He's got the fat lady doing the sex thing. He's got the sports bet guy. He's got the. He uh, opens up the door to the 976 evil cobwebs everywhere. Uh, Jesus, we haven't been in here forever. But maybe there's a more sinister reason. Right. Why there was to throw people off. The I track. enjoyed this movie. I thought it was fine. It was perfectly fine. Sure. I enjoyed it. 
I really like Stephen Jeffries. I think he's fantastic. Not Sam Ritter? Not Sam Ritter. I mean, well, Sam Ritter, whatever he wants to go sure. by. But I love seeing that dude no, in same, movies. Same. He was great in uh, Fright Night. He was great in this. But he, I feel like he plays one role. I, yeah. feel like, I feel like this was very, it was subdued. But it was still Evil Ed from Friday. Is this before or after Friday? It's after. Night? It's after. Yeah. 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 So he's just, we need that creepy little dude to sure. do what he does. Of course. Of course. And he could have made a career of it. He really And could've. yet he changed, he changed the lanes and decided to course. make a career out of something or else. Or maybe he didn't. Maybe he does uh, the, the Fright Night character in a lot of his films. I'll be so honest yeah. with you. He, he, changed in, uh, he changed lanes on his career and maybe. I don't know. Maybe he made a billion dollars off it. Who and knows? how great would it be if he comes back and goes, Sam Ritter is. I feel like that would be why a different convention that, dude, that I would be at. Why wouldn't you let that dude be a vampire in a movie? Oh, I, know, I know. I don't know. He was good in this. For Christ's sakes, let that man be. Let Stephen Jeffries be a vampire in a fucking kick-ass. Antonio Bandes, Banderas. Banderas, yeah. Get him in a vampire movie. Sure. See what he does. He'll, he'll do Here, it. Here's what I'll say about Stephen Jeffries. So, the, okay, so first I'm going to start by saying I just watched Into the Darkness, like I mentioned in the intro, part right. two, and they, they interviewed Robert England about it. And they were like, man, this movie is a, what is going on? Sorry. They're like, this this movie would have been so much better hadn't had it been for, had it not been for the, um, cutting and all this shit that was going on with the with the studios at the time. But here's the thing, Robert England, you've got your '80s feel, right. you got your '80s look. You got the the '80s like special effects, and they were good. You know, I mean, oh, all yeah. that stuff. There was, there was even some poltergeisty this. stuff in yeah. there towards the end. Um, ain't nothing wrong with this movie. Yeah, but you saw, but but I mean, could it have been better? Of course, it could. Every movie movie could be better. But the thing is, is Robert England kind of shoot this off as like a kind of a failure. And I'm like, nah, bro, I like this movie. Now he loves it though. Right. He goes to the conventions and goes, ah, yeah, I love that. Do you think Robert England goes to conventions and anybody brings up uh 976 evil? No, I guarantee it. Well, maybe I guarantee but every goddamn he's horror still dress that walks up, up goes, I cannot say what was it like to wear the, the, the sharp, uh, hand of glove. course, of course. Yeah. So they go, I've got to come in with some nine, seven, six evil. Stephen Jeffries in this though. Here's the thing. He is the quintessential 80s nerd. There's no doubt about it. There's nobody. You can't think of somebody who could have played it better than him. I don't right. think. Other than the guys from uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Well, but, but, <laughs> but they would have been the same level. Right. I feel like that Stephen Jeffries is probably the best type of uh, person to play this kind of a role. But the thing is, is he turned, man. There was a point in the movie where it's like, Mama, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And then he went kind of crazy. And then he totally, his, his character toned it down and got super like evil even the makeup and stuff like that was cool yeah i thought it was um is hoax an actual are we worried about hoax just being a pure dude or and and just um, and misunderstood or is he an actual evil person on the inside the whole time because when or he, when he took that revenge come up and well was that some kind of gay porn joke no i'm saying does he get his comeuppance he may or may not mama Especially Mama, you've been fucking with me for years. Yeah, no, no, no. But, but what I'm saying is, you've got all this stuff, and like even Spike's like, eh, "F this, I don't need this shit." But 
but this evil little heart has been maligned too many times. Right. And maybe I'm going to point, I'm, I'm going to do some evil shit. Or maybe. And he does. And he finds out there, there's some things he does because he can't get the girl or he can't do this where the, where the consequences are dire. You know what the devil can do? What? He can give you all those things. That's more. exactly. So he's pumped about it. I don't know, man. Here's the thing. I loved this movie. Yeah, but, I do too. But I feel like it, it comes a lot from the nostalgia of the time, the the look and feel of the movie, the 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 theater. There's a there's a theater in there that plays horror movies nonstop, which I but, actually thought was going to be like, because I don't remember ever seeing this movie. Yeah. So I was like, oh, there's going to be an anthology. The minute you show, oh no, a, for a, sure, for sure, a pan in on the movie, you know the the marquee. Sure, I go, oh, they're gonna do some kind of an anthology. It turns thing. out they just play uh, poker upstairs and drink, and then make poor little girls strip for them and stuff yeah. like that. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Here's the thing: there's nothing about this movie I don't like. Could it have been better? Yes. Is is it one of the classics of all time? No. Right. So I'm just gonna give this a. I'll buy it. I liked it quite a bit. A uh, storyline was fine. It wasn't overly complex. Uh, I felt like there was a lot of hilarious, like, like jokes and stuff like that. Like, like when spikes riding his Harley and then uh, hoax comes in with his little, what do you call those? Uh, Togo? Scooter. No, no. Togo. are way badass. I'm talking about like moped. And then he ends up ru- after the girl, he ends up running into the fence, stuff like that. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny that Kevin Yeager did a great job. Like I said, with the uh, special effects, um, I feel like the mo- the best thing about this movie was odd. It was a little weird. There was this yeah. and that. However, um, I don't know. There's one part that freaked me out, though. Not freaked me out, but it really confused me. There's a part when fish start falling from the sky. They rain. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the mother thinks it's a, it's a miracle from God. And That's supposed to be frogs, though. Well, right? no, because that would be evil. But fish, because Jesus is known as a fisher uh, as oh, he's a, of men. Oh, you know? Hence the, the fish on the back of the car. Yeah. So people would say, hey, fish. <laughs> but the thing is, that scene went nowhere. It's like that didn't have anything to do with the rest of oh, it. That's very good point. Yeah, but maybe it brought in maybe it brought in the the PI that was gonna figure out what's going on and to pretend to be from a miracle magazine. Maybe that yeah, was the and only, he wasn't. But that was a, a pretty big deal. He wasn't even a PI. He was just a. Uh, like, yeah, I don't he, know what he was. He, he was a magazine guy. He was do, he was trying to do a story. I feel like he lied about that. Oh, and then he was a PI for real though. Because he ended up pulling out the PI badge and all that shit. After. Oh, I don't, I don't shit. know. I don't know. But the thing is, that was a weird scene. That, was, that seemed like an impactful scene that we never referenced after yeah. it happened. And it's like, I don't know, man. I like this movie quite a bit. Is it amazing? No. I still give it a buy. Yeah, I give it a buy, too. I thought it was fun. It's fantastic. And I love that little dude. Uh, for sure. You know, I don't know what he went on to do, but I, I enjoyed him in uh, Fright Night, and I enjoyed him in this i thought he was great evil too and i really love that guy that's in all those fucking movies yeah i don't know his guy who played the but he's in a i love character actors sure even if i don't remember their names you see well you're not supposed to remember like bud flowers you're like that flowers was in this wasn't yeah he was the janitor Oh no! I don't think he was sorry sorry he was in a thousand god flowers was in part two my bad You've seen him in a thousand movies. You're like, who the fuck is that guy? He's always around. Of course. And this guy that plays the, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, the 976 uh, number business owner. Or yeah. Telemarket but was manager. He, but what else was he? What was his true identity? That will be 
decided when you watch the movie, right? You're supposed to spin. Oh, that exactly. Second. No, that's what I'm saying. No, you did a great job. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I thought it was a good time. So I've seen this movie a bunch of times. I don't want. I mean, there's nothing more really to say for me. Yeah. But the thing is, is I feel like I didn't do a good job of saying you need to see this movie if you haven't seen it. You even need to see part two if you're into that '80s kind of cheesy, like like non not necessarily everything is coherent. Not everything is like it's not like Saw where there's a story and you know, blah, 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 right or whatever. This is just like fun times. We're throwing is everything the mom at the back. Wall. No, the mom's not back. There's no, the, the only person was Spike who comes back. I don't know, he's on a road oh. trip trying to figure out what's going on. Anyway, that's all I got. I really like this movie. That's it. Yeah, that's all I got too. All right, so why don't we do this? Why don't we remind you of the question of the episode? And let me remember it real quick from just Julia. What movie did you watch but you had to turn off? Not because you were bored. Not because it was like too lame. But there was another reason. Maybe it was too disturbing. Maybe it was too much for your... Your very sensitive senses to take. Call that in at 385-351-9273. Don't forget to hit us up on YouTube, on Vimeo, on the Roku. Hey, hit that subscribe on the Corpse Cast. Do you realize we have a a legitimate YouTube star over here? The Corpse Cast. Subscribe to it. He knows all the shit about YouTube. If you're our friend, you will do that. If you're our friend, you'll do it. Because it just got started. It's still nascent in, in, in you know in its nature. It's Let's in, do it. It's in its nascent uh, stage. Exactly. But that's all I got for this show. That's all I got, too. So for the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. Take it easy. Oh, man, man.